start us off okay. classic style here. I got a, got a little mini Coke can. Okay. I'm pop that open here. Oh. oh. All right. Now. It sounded like a transformer. It's mm. a transformer. What if it transformed inside my mouth? <laughs> Into delicious cola? That's what she said. <laughs> Like going down on a woman. Like, oh, what? Oh, that was quick. Damn. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so we'll start off there. But um, we're going to move right into some downer territory, Brent, a little mm-hmm. bit. Because we're obviously recording this episode two weeks after our last one. Had a break mm-hmm. in there. on You know, unscheduled break. And uh, the reason for that, if nobody knows, if nobody knows, oh man, I'm so tired. If, uh, did, if people did don't you mention know, this, what <laughs> uh, did you mention this online or anything? I didn't, but you some yourself? people, okay. my wife did, mm-hmm. and some people that listen to this know her as well, you know. Mm-hmm. So they already heard, but some other people might not have heard. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. yeah, I'm not really much of a poster online in general, but especially lately, I was like, I mean, I could, but like. Fuck it, you know. Yeah, um, you're swimming so, in this the entire time. So yeah, I wanted to yeah, record from it. it. Yeah, put it out this way. Yeah, on the internet, basically, <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. My logic is flawed, but anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, yes. So yeah, we uh, we had a a small fire in our home recently, where uh, the dryer caught on fire in the lint trap, and then uh, kept going. And mm-hmm. got our, our laundry room on fire, and I called 911, and my wife was out of town, but I was able to grab our dog and run out of the house. She's 16, so she uh, she could not run with me. She mm-hmm. was napping. I just scooped her up, and she said, what's happening? And I said, let's go. Mm-hmm. And we ran outside, and then uh, everybody arrived really fast, put the fire out. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty crazy ordeal, and it uh, could have been a lot worse. We caught it pretty early. I was vacuuming, and I smelled smoke. And then I came back and was like, what, the, what is this about? What, what this? Mm-hmm. And uh, saw smoke in my dryer and then fire come out of my dryer. And it was uh, quite a, a weird experience, but we caught it early. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that threw our life out of whack for sure. We've now moved out of our house. They are doing a lot of cleaning and renovations on our house. We finally right now, basically everything's cleaned. And they've ripped out some of the walls and ceilings and floors where there was fire or smoke or, or water damage. But, um, yeah, and then we're, we're working on getting a contractor in to kind of put everything back together. But uh, it has been quite an ordeal, man, for sure. So It sounds like it. I know. I, when, I should have told you before. Yeah, before I was today. like, where's this coming out of? <laughs> Why is Steven being so fucking lazy? I'm ready to record a new episode. And now I have to find out on the show. Yep. No, I didn't no, tell no. You for two when, weeks. Yeah. 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 It's been. Uh, so when, uh, of course, you and I and then our, our wives have a uh, a group chat going. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think it was, yeah, it was Friday night. Uh, we got a text from your wife that uh, it begins the way that everyone in a panic situation where everything's fine <laughs> should begin. She, she, she nailed it. She said, we're fine, but and mm-hmm. then she like explained like what happened and sent right. photos of the the fire and the the damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so it it immediately puts people at ease. But like we were still obviously concerned and whatnot. We totally uh, Facetimed you guys, and as I was doing it, I was like, oh, this is probably they probably have shit going on. <laughs> they probably do, do I take, take no, the time was, to do this. That was really funny. I remember being really out of it. I forgot mm-hmm. for a few days. We had talked that night. 
And then I remember like mm-hmm. thinking back and I was like, wait a second, they were talking to Amanda and like I was in and out of the picture, like doing other things. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was, that was totally fine. It was good to, to have a smiling faces back at us. Well, I don't know if you were smiling, you were like, ha ha <laughs> or anything, but friendly faces. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, that was, that was fine. It's just been like so busy and crazy lately. We've been trying to do another FaceTime as a group, you know, mm-hmm. kind of download all this information, but instead I just decided to do it here for the public. So once That's again, good. I'm just a whore for attention mm-hmm. clearly and uh needed to put it out there on the internet so well look it's good to talk about these things you know Mm. um people think we're just people on a podcast we're yeah disembodied voices here you know making the best possible podcast that anyone has ever heard (laughs) but you're like i can't that line went down hard yeah (laughs) yeah that was i was almost gagged on that one but uh, but no, like, you know, we're, we're people, we have stuff going on from totally. time to time. Uh, we try to record, uh, every week if we can, but mm-hmm. sometimes shit comes up, you know? Yeah. I'm glad you so. said that. Cause this is my apology <laughs> to the people that listen. You're right. I, Welcome I to Steven's apology yeah. tour. Yes. Yeah. It starts here. Yeah. I'm sorry that I had a fire and didn't tell the world and then mm-hmm. didn't record a podcast when I should have. You didn't, uh, live stream it on Instagram. Oh yeah, I should you know. just like. <laughs> I'm huge into Instagram. Obviously, it's my favorite obviously, thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It would have been my first. What is that? Is that just like a live stream? Live? Do they have like stories? I've never done a story. I don't think. Steven, you are asking the wrong fella. I, I don't know. I don't ever use it. I I will post for our show, and yeah. then currently that's about it. I don't oh, really yeah. like use my own Instagram all that much. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird. Um. But yeah, it's just been like a really crazy experience, and mm-hmm. uh, it's good to, to see your face today, Brent. Um, I really wish you would have worn clothes, but I also kind of well, glad you didn't wear clothes. Look, it's summertime, baby. Yeah, it's hot. It's going to get hot in a couple of ways, you know? You know what I'm saying? But I, I know what you went through is crazy, but let me tell you about something I just oh, experienced, please. which was also crazy. We were coming home from, uh, I don't know, doing something, work or something? I don't know. Mm. Uh, oh, we were hanging out with some of my wife's running friends and uh, we drove separately and my, uh, my entrance into the neighborhood, I saw further up the street from where I normally turn, I saw something cross the road and I was like, is that, could that be, is it possibly? And I went up there and it was a living armadillo. (gasps) Now I'm not saying it's on par Mm -hmm. with your fire. Sure. But close. It's is up there. Like I've never, I've never seen a living armadillo oh, in the wild before. Gotcha. And That's this was just like experience. walking across the street. It really was. Mm-hmm. And he like hopped up on the curb and like ran into this little like wooded area behind our neighborhood. <laughs> he goes into your house. He pulled out a key from under the mat. I think he's yeah. been here before. Uh huh. He was like, "What? What are you doing here? This is my this is my house. I mean, what do you? I I built I literally built this. You weren't here." I've been making yeah. a nest in your attic for weeks now. Yeah. We we just live there. That's yeah. why. That's our house. Mm-hmm. He's like, me and my 22 babies? You're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real, like, sister-wife situation up there with uh, mm-hmm. Armadillo. Yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. go in and, and your wife, Bernard, is up there mm-hmm. just holding all these little baby armadillos, keeping them warm. She would. She would. She's she would a sweetheart. Just... She would cradle she those little uh, baby dillos. Baby dillos. Oh, mm-hmm. man, baby dillos. 
mm-hmm. yeah she's she's that way you know it's very sweet yeah. of her chester yep she's... bernard chester <laughs> yeah yep bernard chester yeah uh-huh. that classic name combo Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we, we all know it. Look, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so popular that it was yeah. like a period of time. That's why it's BC and then AD. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Bernard Chester, and then we're in the Ass Dick period. Naturally, and I think on that Naturally. note, mm-hmm. we should go ahead and start the show. So, what do you say uh, we were doing it? I'm Stephen. I'm Brent, and welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Where uh, one one time somebody laughed at the show, <laughs> and we said. We are funny. We shall do 200 plus of these. Yeah. <laughs> and that person that laughed, that was me. Yep. And that's why we kept going. And Ambien Nighttime Steven oh. sent an email later and he was like, no, you can stop. You don't have to keep doing this. And we just deleted that email and, and kept decided, going. hey, we're just going to keep doing this damn mm-hmm. thing. And here we there are. There you go. Man. I'm there's really the explanation. It, mm-hmm. It's like, it's the one... It's the one thing that I've done this long that's not my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Again, we are putting this out on the internet. It's really just out there. Interesting. Could edit that out. Probably won't. It takes a lot of work. That'll be all right. What she doesn't hear won't hurt her, right? Uh, Sure. (laughs) Like, as that's read back later on in court proceedings. (laughs) <laughs> did you yeah. say what, what she can't hear doesn't hurt her yeah your honor yeah, look that. uh the podcast is dumb uh we say a lot of dumb shit on there i mean like if you go back far enough we confess to murder they're like oh i'm sorry what uh, wait, 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 wait no 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 but then they're like someone's like we have to listen to all these episodes let's find that though mm. no we can't we can't keep staff on they keep quitting uh yeah. they got like two episodes in max and they're like that was my entire day i can't keep yeah. doing this <laughs> I have this on five times speed. And I still listening back to this fucking thing. I cannot, cannot do so it anymore. so many things they admit to. I have to keep going back and stopping it to write it down. Like, I can't get through these. Yeah. We need a whole uh, team. Pretty much our show is inadmissible in court. Yeah. It's Basically. just too much. Yeah. It's just like, too fucking much. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, as we might reveal eventually, who even knows this is really us? You know, we're not just playing mm-hmm. characters the whole time. Mm-hmm. One day I might. All right, guys. Off. You got it out of us. Mm-hmm. I'm Steven. I play Brent. He's Brent. He plays Steven. Hey, uh, guys. The jig is up. <laughs> yeah. Man, that would have been really hard to keep up for 200 episodes. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it is really hard. I, you never know. You never know who, who's telling the truth. The, yeah. That's yep. that's our brand. Well, Brent, mm-hmm. um, let's put that fire behind us. Okay. Let's light another fire on. No, I'm really kind of still skittish about fire. Let's. Uh, I was. I was so worried that I would say something about <laughs> flames or fires. Like all this week leading up to this, I was like, I don't say anything. Don't talk about the Human Torch. Don't. <laughs> don't sing. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. <laughs> just saying, fire started. Nothing. Don't have anything to do with it. I was so worried. Oh my god, that's really funny. The- but now you've opened up the floodgates. Oh, yeah, a little bit. The, uh, with that's lava. good, though. Mm-hmm. The floodgates work. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like that. I think it was like the next night after the fire. We were over at the house and we, we were sitting up on the porch and we have like a bunch of candles around because my wife loves candles. So she lit like a citronella candle outside because the mosquitoes are so bad. Mm-hmm. And it was like behind a box. So I couldn't see 
the candle itself, all I could see was like the the light kind of bouncing off the walls. And I was mm-hmm. just talking to to my wife and I was like kept like getting distracted and like kept like looking over and stuff and finally mm-hmm. realized like I was like being triggered by like yeah. just the random flame look you know like the shadows and the movement mm-hmm. of the light from the flame i was like i kept making me twitchy like what oh, it's on fire again and then i was like oh it's yeah. just a candle like it really kind of took me a second though yeah didn't like you know i didn't like curl into a fetal position or anything like that um that's for later um but uh <laughs> i like to, to curl up like an armadillo and mm-hmm. then my wife just kicks me around the room it's a it's like foreplay you should try it <laughs> it might my spice things up just saying i've yeah i've downloaded your ebook the steva sutra <laughs> so i'm gonna i'll go back through that oh i i paged through it a little bit but I'll, I'll definitely go back and read it i'm gonna go there's a lot of pictures there's a lot of pictures i'm gonna go yeah. and spoil page 12 which mm-hmm. is uh if you have access to a trampoline another another item of foreplay is uh we can do sizzling bacon with your wife oh uh yeah sounds dirty right it is anyway mm-hmm. Uh, you get down. Well, you'll have to look at the picture, but you, you spread out in a straight line and then she jumps around and you're sizzling bacon. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're both naked, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you do have like she has bacon earrings, you know, like there are things that are bake, like involved. Like you have to cook some bacon first. The hotter, the better. If it's still greasy, that's that's the best. You know? Yeah. You slather that on. <clears throat> I don't want to ruin everything about it. You get the book. Mm-hmm. Like Brent said, it's available on amazon for free for the net for a limited time mm-hmm. you know we're trying to raise money for the fire obviously so. <laughs> that's right. That's right. so currently free <laughs> actually losing money on it's, this I'm, but. i am paying amazon to keep it on there actually so yeah mm-hmm. that's the only way we know how to do business um mm-hmm. yeah pay, this and soundcloud yeah yep <laughs> and go into the black hole mm-hmm. of of amazon's wallet so yes. anyway yeah look for that super super helpful i think for a lot of couples you know help mm-hmm. me yeah <clears throat> the vanta black hole oh yeah <laughs> um but yeah so i am pretty tired and i'm hoping mm-hmm. this episode will be at least somewhat funny but um we we put it off i kept trying to to get back with you about a, doing an episode last week and finally was like i just like it's too much uh, my microphone cover actually to take off because it smells like smoke soot got everywhere just want to warn everybody about that that's mm-hmm. another thing before we really move on from the fire talk is uh soot gets everywhere in every drawer and mm-hmm. every closet on every single item we owned um also everybody check out your your dryer vents get those cleaned out and mm-hmm. uh keep a fire extinguisher around did not have one of those always thought you know it's a good idea fire extinguishers mm-hmm. never actually got one um definitely have one of those around i think that would have saved us a lot of time and money if we uh if we had had that to put the fire out but mm-hmm. we it is what it is but now i'm like i'm gonna preach that to my dying day everybody yes get them fire. it's like the new like um bob barker being like spay and new to your pets stephen fisher's make sure you have a fire extinguisher why was bob barker so dead set on the spay and neutering was he were they a little like he had too many puppies bob barker babies yep bob mm. barker come on brent mm. oh my god it's all right it's there it's all right there <laughs> he's a secret pooch <laughs> oh and he like punched adam sandler in the face oh, in uh happy gilmore never he called him that. a bitch yeah well, a female dog yeah oh wow bitch a dog a female <laughs> dog 
Is Bob Bob Barker dead? Uh, did he just retire? I think so. He died, right? He's like uh, one of those. I think I'm so. like, he's not around anymore, is he? Because mm-hmm. we can speak ill about him. He's not here anymore, right? Is that how it works? Um, it's never stopped us before. He's but still alive. He's still alive. He's still alive. Oh my god! I gotta. I love whenever you look up stuff and it's like, is Bob Barker dead? And it's like, yeah, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Apparently, he's just retired. Wait, he was only he only hosted The Price Is Right until 2007. That's when that changed over. That feels like mm-hmm. so long ago now. That's yeah. Crazy. He was. He heard about the Marvel Cinematic Universe being a oh, thing. Yeah. He's like, oh well, I I gotta watch this. <laughs> I need time off. <laughs> okay, need some time. <laughs> Iron Man's coming out next year. I've uh, heard I'm some out. rumors. Iron Man and Hulk. Okay. Uh, hey, you know I'm a I, big Hulk guy. Really there excited. There we go. <laughs> yeah. He's Norton like, can do no wrong in my eyes. Uh, that's right. Tell you what. Oh man. Someone dip this uh, this skinny ass long microphone in bronze, throw it up on a plaque, Oof. and uh, I'm gonna go I'm get out. my yeah. my lazy boy. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this fucking movie, dude. I mean, I really like that kind of as canon for him, and I'm glad he's mm-hmm. not dead. That's what we gained from this as well. We all know okay. now. Bar- Bob yep. Barker's not dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Legally, nothing we've said about him is true. Uh, we didn't mean any of it, but you can read the writing. I mean. He's all about the spaying and neutering. His Barker. So it's like, I mean, I won't read the writing unless there's like pictures how. involved. But like, you can totally. You know, we're talking it out, yeah. so it's fine. Like, okay, I, that's I, good. I will co-sign. So yeah. If you're listening to it, then that's cool too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Either way. Yeah, that counts. It counts. <laughs> counts. Alleged. You know, whatever, whatever words we need to throw in there. Alleged. Unsubstantiated. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta throw that out there every once in a while, and it's, it's, it's like, it. I said alleged. So like, what do you even got on me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. Yep, that's fine. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. No one listens to this fucking thing anyway. But, that's the beauty of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Keep it low key. Uh, like the uh, Disney Plus TV show. <laughs> Are you keeping up with it right now? Uh, I'm keeping up with that and the Kardashians. Um, totally. Both have similar plot lines going on right now, yeah. and I'm just like, I, I, I guess I just wish there were some originality and mm-hmm. entertainment right now. You know, like everybody's. Wearing horned helmets and walking around with alligators. <laughs> it's just so weird, you know? They are egocentric, mm-hmm. allegedly. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of fits. Yeah. And I feel like like maybe once upon a time, like to a, to a red carpet, Kim Kardashian probably, you know, could have worn like a, a real alligator around her neck. This sounds likely to that me. That sounds yeah. likely, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she was married to Kanye, or is married to Kanye? Is Kanye dead? What's happening anymore? I, I don't know. I've been out of the world. I've been out of the loop for a week. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> you know, we should say that we are recording this on Independence Day, oh, July 4th man. of 2021. So um, we're going off of facts that may or may not be true as of today. So whatever happens after yes. this record is not on us. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. uh, suck at England. That's right. I guess. Are we mad at them hey, still? Hey, Queen. Why don't you go suck a fucking turd, dude? Oh, wow. Allegedly. Allegedly. Alle- <laughs> and it works. Everything works with that. Every, t- every it's time. Solid. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Brent, <clears throat> we're a few minutes into this episode, and uh, mm-hmm. I my one other thing to mention is we're recording this, like you said, on the 4th of July, and my birthday happens to be the 2nd of July, which was... Yes. Uh, yeah, last Friday, 
And also on Friday, I feel Amazon put out a movie specifically for me. And it seems like okay. they put a lot of money into this. And I'm very yeah. happy about it. Because years ago, uh, I believe I mentioned this on our action movie uh, fantasy draft that mm-hmm. I picked um, Independence Day for one of those. Didn't I pick that? Uh, Stephen, I can't remember. All I remember is mm. a bunch of white dudes yelling at me about my choices of I, films that, that I was true. putting forward. Uh, so I have blacked, blacked out. out. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I was not feeling well, but yeah, yes, that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you love getting yelled at when you don't feel well. That's your favorite pastime. That's that's probably the mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. way. And look, it's not like I put that information out there for you guys, but like, uh, yeah, it was it was great. It was intense. Yeah, <laughs> it was an experience. Can't wait to have everybody back. That's great. Sweet Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Everyone picks a favorite color. I'm like purple. It's like purple, you piece of shit. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, why don't you go die, I guess? It's we were kind of the the internet. You know, if you put something you like out there, we, we mm-hmm. instantly slapped it back mm-hmm. down the way the internet would. So yeah. it was kind of like a real life experience for, for you for that, which I think is kind of nice for you to have mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Humbling, you might say. Uh, humbling. Uh, some might even say triggering. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever. I stopped talking to people. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, deleted <clears throat> the internet temporarily. Um, that makes sense. And then had to had to reinstall it. I called Al Gore to have him reinstall it on my on my Mac here. But yeah, I hope he comes soon. Mm-hmm. That's what Tipper said. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that she put an explicit tag over her mouth. Yeah, man, that's funny. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Independence uh, Day. Stuff. Yes, Independence Day, yeah. Independence Day. That movie came out, I believe, actually it released. It was like, I remember when it came out because it was like going to be the fourth and then the third. I think it came out on my birthday. But regardless, I remember going to see it for my birthday when I was a little kid. It came out when I was 11 years old, 1996. And um, so I really remember that movie like a lot. And it felt at the time 11 year old steven that movie just was like amazing to me and blockbusters come out during the summer and everything like that, that that's the big thing but like specifically around my birthday around july 4th like these big alien blockbuster movies coming out and stuff like it felt like mm-hmm. it feels like childhood it feels i don't know comforting and and the same way that like like the cookie cake that i have downstairs to eat for my birthday this year that I've had a cookie mm-hmm. cake for almost every birthday of my life since I was a little kid. And it's like, this is the best cake, way to eat cake ever. This is a giant <laughs> cookie. It's like, I like that nostalgia so much. I like that that warmth that's like coming home, you know? So this movie that we are going to review today, The Tomorrow War, mm-hmm. was released by Amazon Prime on Prime Video for me specifically, I feel. came out mm-hmm. on my birthday, July 2nd, 2021. And... I don't know if this is a good movie, but I know I loved it. I want to throw that out there right away. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll we'll discuss the group of people that I watched it with and their reaction to that mm-hmm. uh, from the movie. But um, for me, and given my last week of bad times leading into this, I was like, I couldn't have expected a better movie for my birthday. And uh, okay. I was very excited about it. So... Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to talk about it. It has like a 52% Rotten Tomatoes, so it's like completely down the middle. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's made for certain people, maybe not others. I'm excited to get your viewpoint on it. But um, yeah, it was uh, 
it's it's gonna be fun to talk about and i was really i was really i really loved watching it and i'm excited to watch it again eventually maybe tomorrow okay <laughs> oh boy <laughs> see what <laughs> <laughs> a, <laughs> got it <laughs> <laughs> wait do you work for amazon's marketing department mm-hmm um, so I looked it up real quick. Independence Day mm-hmm. was released July 3rd, 1996. So there you go. <clears throat> that weekend, that was back in the day, that was like Will Smith weekend, right? Independence Day weekend. Oh, yeah. Like Big. it would have movies come out. Oh, yeah. Big thing, man. Mm-hmm. That movie was so huge. I can like still picture the Cinema 8 Cinemark that we went to, uh, eight screens, little screens. I can mm-hmm. like still picture where the standee was, this huge standee of the alien ship coming through the clouds. Oh yeah. And it was like, I remember going to see like a movie before that and being like, this is coming out around my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like I have a vivid memory of that whole thing coming out. It was, it was touched to a moment for me. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, this is kind of a fitting movie for that then, it's you know, perfect. based on that independence day mm-hmm. nostalgia that you've yeah. got. Um, so I have not seen any trailers Oh, wow. up, up to this exact moment, I still have not oh gone back gosh. to watch any trailers, so I don't know what was revealed gotcha. in there. Um, I had been hyped to see this movie for over a year mm-hmm. because uh, my favorite podcast of all time is Doughboys, yes. I would say. Um, well, Hideous Energy and then Doughboys. Oh, uh, shout out. Uh, but um, so one of the co-hosts of Doughboys, Mike Mitchell, mm-hmm. is in this movie. He's like an actor. And he, totally. uh, he he got a part in this and he had talked about it um, like as he was filming it. This was before COVID mm-hmm. and uh, they filmed or he filmed his uh, parts down in Atlanta I, where I imagine they filmed a good portion of this movie. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And um, yeah, so like he had hyped it up and he didn't really like talk about the plot. At the time, the movie was called Ghost Draft mm-hmm. and he talked about it that way. Like, yeah, I was going. Oh, interesting. And and you, I tried to look it up at the time to get some more information. The only thing that was on there was like it's a Chris Pat or Chris Pratt starring movie, mm-hmm. and that was about it. What if and, his name uh, was Kiss Pat? By the way, it's Kiss Pat. Just take those mm-hmm. R's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Kiss Pat. Kiss Pat. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So as the pandemic mm-hmm. wore me down on all entertainment, sure. Uh, it really kind of burned me out on watching trailers in general because I'm just like, well, I don't know if this is gonna, right. I don't know if this is gonna come out. I you know, or it'll when. be here when it gets here, whatever. Um, uh, a quick aside, I went to go see F9 in theaters, oh. and mm-hmm. uh, there was a Black Widow trailer that mm. came out before it, and it was like almost entirely new information for me, even though oh, I'd man. seen like the original trailer back before the pandemic. I've forgotten so much of it because I don't totally. go back and rewatch the stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. This movie looks great. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> They're like, they do have to re- remind me, though. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. So I, I haven't seen any trailers. I don't know oh, what exciting. was revealed. I know they there was uh, something on Twitter where like uh, Amazon had a promoted tweet or whatever, and it started mm-hmm. automatically playing like a part of the, the advertisement for it. Mm-hmm. And I saw something like, at a quick glance, that looked like it could possibly be an alien, so I just like scrolled past it quickly. Gotcha. And uh, I was like, "No, I don't want to. I don't want to be yeah, spoiled." Yeah, no spoilers so, for Brent. Uh, yeah, like everything was entirely new to me on this watch. I had no idea what the aliens looked like, so that was a, a cool reveal. Oh, totally. And um, 
yeah. So that's that's where I'm at going into okay. this movie. Mm-hmm. I will say that I watched the trailer. We uh, so I was telling everybody about this movie. We're we're staying with uh, our in laws, Amanda's parents, and um, so I was telling them and and her friend Rachel's in town about what it was, and then I played the trailer for them to see if they'd mm-hmm. want to watch it. And then everybody was kind of like, "Well, it's kind of late. We're not really sure." And I was like, "Well, it's my birthday, and it's I'm gonna watch this regardless. So I'm gonna I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna like go watch myself, or like we can watch together and like throw it on." So. Um, so I've seen the trailer recently and I'd seen one before at some point, you know, maybe pre pandemic or, or sometime in there. But, um, but yeah, it does, there are definitely like secrets, I guess, in the plot that get revealed in the movie that you don't know, but I had kind of guessed from the trailer. I don't remember really seeing the aliens in the trailer. I felt like if you did, they were really quick, but I don't really remember seeing them until the movie because they scared the shit out of Amanda like the way they look oh, really like their faces and stuff mm-hmm. uh, when is she actually saw them and i was like yeah i don't remember like seeing that before so uh, but you do know like the basic plot point you know like they show the the time travelers come back and be like you know we're fighting this future war and they kind of like lay out all that plot line and stuff um and then but it, from the trailer i got the impression that he was going to be like a pretty elite soldier the whole time Mm-hmm. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, no, he's actually like kind of gotten out of that. And he's like just a research professor and stuff. And he's like a mm-hmm. biology teacher. And like they kind of like play that down like, oh, he's he used to be a soldier, but not anymore. He's kind of a regular guy. And I was like, oh, that's so different than they like portrayed it there. So there's definitely some like mm-hmm. manipulation there or whatever in the trailer. But for the most part, I don't I think you're probably better off not even really knowing as long as you want to see the movie, mm-hmm. you know, to just going in blind. I think that's kind of the way to do yeah. it. I, I generally, just from listening to uh, Mike uh, talk about it on Doughboys, he had mentioned that it's a uh, like a time travel movie mm-hmm. where uh, people from the future come back 30 years to talk about an alien invasion, and then people from our time go to the future mm-hmm. to uh, help fight them. Yeah, uh, so I knew that. I knew time travel was involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, this is like a Doughboys movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So... <laughs> Their first so big seeing, picture. Yeah, right? So seeing, like, one half of my favorite podcast, like, on screen. Totally. Uh, like, as soon as he, like, he, like walked into the uh, the frame, he has those, like, giant headphones on. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's fucking Mitch! <laughs> there he is! <laughs> and he's not just, like, a bit player. Like, uh, he's he has, like, a role, you know, for a yeah. little while and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, when I was going through the cast list looking at him, I saw him again. I was like, oh, yeah, that is that guy. Like, I had to look at his, like, IMDb picture sort of to, like, connect mm-hmm. it from the movie. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, he was in a few episodes of Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah, Brent talked about yeah. that because he's a doughboy. And I was like, mm-hmm. I went through all those steps and then, like, kind of traced it back. I was like, oh, my God, Brent's mm-hmm. going to be so excited. Yeah, um, the, like, red yarn yeah, on exactly. a, like, yeah. pushpin board. Like, yeah. fucking crazy board. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if you, real quick, I'm just going to go through some of the, the people involved in this as well, since you're going to talk about that. Um, this was directed by Chris McKay, who um, I was looking up to see what else he had done. He had done the Lego Batman movie, which I've heard good things about, but I've never seen that. Have you seen that one? Uh, I've not seen it. Okay. No. Interesting. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard really good things. I've never seen the Lego movie either, so I just, I'm just not under that series. Like, Not to say I wouldn't be. I want to watch mm-hmm. them. I just haven't yet. Um, well, you said you're you're holding out for the Duplo movie. Yeah, I'm more of a and Duplo. And that's when things will, will really cl- click in. Yeah. You're, you're, you're hardcore into Duplo mm-hmm. and Roblox. And Roblox, so, yeah. You, yeah. You know me, yeah. Everybody knows that, so. Lego is just too mainstream. It's, yeah. It's like the mm-hmm. Abercrombie of snap-together blocks. And yeah. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel it's, about it. 
Is, is Abercrombie still around? Is that? I feel like are they? Is that like still a popular thing? I don't know. I've sometimes I've been to a mall in forever. Sometimes, like when my wife and I like go out on a date night, I try to dress up, and she's like, "You look like you stepped out of Abercrombie," <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't. Is that <laughs> is that still like a touch point? Does that even matter I, to kids?" First of all, I appreciate you trying to make fun of me as I'm trying to look nice for you. But, like, I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't know. If, if, is that fashionable? I don't know. Is Hollister still a thing? Can you I, still smell it? I don't know what that is. As you walk by? Hollister? You can smell Hollister? Do you smell these clothes? You can, you can, yeah. There's a distinct smell that is so strong, you can just walk by it in a mall and be like, oh, I'm next to a Hollister. Oh my God, we had a friend that used to work out. there. I've been missing out on having a sense of smell. Evidently, oh, that's right. Yeah, you're well. You're doing well with that. And I'm all oh, okay. Yeah, and like Yankee Yankee Candle Company. Mm-hmm. It's like you can smell that straight next door. You don't need to be in that in that place. I go in there and I just hold my breath because mm-hmm. it's just it's assaulted by smells. And you you would go in there and be like nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Or. In Texas, are they legally allowed to sell Yankee candles? Um, yeah, well, there's a loophole. Um, there, if you look real close, there's a little word that says, Yankees ain't good for nothing, candle company. Oh, okay. So they kind of extend it out, and that way they get around it. But if you look at it from far away, it just looks like Yankee candle company. So okay. that kind of works. That makes sense. Plus, you can um, have a completely, you know, just you can just walk in with a gun now. doesn't even matter don't have to take a class or, or anything so that's that's also cool just completely open and just walk in so you walk in with a, a six shooter and you hand it to the person behind the desk you're like fill this with wax put a wick in it <laughs> like sir that's not the pl- fill it with wax <laughs> they pull out another gun but it's just like a wax candle filled oh barrel you know they shoot bullets into my gun <laughs> wax <Yeah>. bullets <laughs> You know how, like, when you work at a restaurant, you have to, like, marry the ketchup bottles together? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how you load a gun in Texas, <laughs> is you have to, like, shoot bullets from one gun into another gun. As you can tell, everybody, Britt and I are really big gun nuts. Super mm-hmm. into it. So That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We know how to, how to load guns. It's, we, we totally get it. We totally understand. Mm-hmm. Wax yeah. guns, regular metal guns. Mm-hmm. Anyway, any way you shoot them, we know. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Chris McKay had done the Lego Batman movie, and then he's also attached to a live-action Nightwing movie. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, after this one, I thought that the action in this movie, if anything, I thought was pretty impressive. So seems like he has a good eye for some animation stuff. Apparently, he also was a, a co-director of animation on the Lego movie with, with Phil Lord and Chris Miller. So he's been a part of that kind of stuff for a while. But um, mm-hmm. I thought it, he transferred well to, uh, to kind of live action stuff with that. But um, let's see. So cast list, we always had uh, Kiss Pat um, mm-hmm. as Dan Forrester. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, uh, well, I'll get into His wife is Getty Bilpin. Um, and then he has like a nine-year-old daughter in it who is played by Ryan Kiera Armstrong. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? We got J.K. Simmons, who plays his kind of estranged father, uh, who has a righteous beard. He looked fucking ripped in this movie. He looked great. Oh, my God. He's always great, yeah. right? But, um, yeah. I, I feel like when he got cast as Jim Gordon in, mm. was it uh, 
was it Batman versus Superman or mm, maybe it was maybe. Justice League? He was there's like pictures of him like getting ripped for the role. Mm. I was like, you're, you're playing a guy who's going to wear this big ass leather coat. But uh, OK, sure. But whatever you got to do, JK. He's like, this is what and I would eat. Yeah. He's like, but there's got to be a scene where I just rip my sleeves <laughs> off and just like flex into the flex into the camera. And it's like, oh, that didn't happen. But um, I feel like it. he's just like, well, I'm going to I'm going to show off these guns mm-hmm. in this fucking movie then. And he did. Even like Whiplash, man. He looks fucking ripped mm-hmm. on Whiplash. It's like, yes. he just, mm-hmm. yeah, he just mm-hmm. looks good in tight T-shirts, guys. I don't know what to tell you. I think they, they had to like screen test him like whipping a music stand mm-hmm. at, a, uh, <laughs> at a 20-year-old. And he was just like, well, look, you did good. Mm-hmm. Not my tempo, JK. So <laughs> if you could get back in the gym and do some more lifting, come back in two mm-hmm. weeks, we'll, we'll try it again. And he and did. So he got, he got like ultra vascular, mm-hmm. came back, started whipping those music stands around. Oh, man. They're like, look, it's called tough love for a reason. Mm-hmm. I knew you had this in you. And he did. And you did. Yep. And it's all right there on the screen. You can, mm-hmm. you can tell the performance of his muscles. Mm-hmm. One of, uh, yeah. If you look closely in one of the scenes, his vein is just popping to the beat. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like a blinker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what if he's like fighting someone and it's like, you don't know if he's going to do a left or a right. And then you uh-huh. see like his blinkers on. He's going with that arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tell and Mike yes. Tyson's punch out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh man, his right vein is, is bulging. He's coming with the right hand. <laughs> you got to pick up on all these subtleties of fighting. Yeah, dude, you know, yeah, totally. It's all right there on screen in the Tomorrow War. Exactly. Yeah. He left it mm-hmm. all on the field. Um, yeah. So obviously the star of the movie is Mike Mitchell. Of course. Um, who's really good. Sam Richardson. Mike Mitchell's The Tomorrow War. Exactly. That's the full title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We forgot to mention mm-hmm. that earlier. Um, Sam Richardson plays the... Oh, my God. <laughs> he's oh so good. God. I don't really know he's, what he's what I know him from, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Oh, he's in Werewolves Within, too. I'm excited to see that movie. Me, too. Man, yeah. I've... I'll, I'll just go ahead and say this mm-hmm. since we're going through the cast. Sam Richardson stole this fucking movie for me. Oh, I so loved good. his character so yeah. much. Man, he was so delightful. Kind of like the comedic relief, the even though there's like some other parts of that, whatever. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's very good at it too. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I liked his role a lot in it, and I didn't really know. Apparently, he was on Veep. People, I like people knew from Veep, which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. But um, they were like, this is like a star turning role for him, which was awesome. And then, yeah, I didn't realize he was the guy in Werewolves Within, which I'm really excited to see, too. So same. Uh, that sounds great. And then I'm trying to see, and there's a bunch of other people in here, but I don't know. Uh, Edwin Hodge is, uh, mm-hmm. I can't think of his character's name, but he Dorian. has like the, yeah, mm-hmm. he's got like the uh, the red shirt on. He's the Richard um, dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's done a bunch of the Purge movies. He's done like Interesting. three tours before we meet him mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah, he was in Big Mama's house, mm-hmm. so... That's one tour, 2000. That's where. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one tour. <laughs> Dorian, we need you to go back and kill Big Mama. Actually, people don't know that this is a sequel, a lost mm-hmm. sequel to Big Mama's House. Yeah, mm-hmm. in that, like, Better Luck Tomorrow is, like, exactly. unofficially a, a, a prequel mm-hmm. to the Fast and Furious franchise. Big Mama's yeah. House, unofficial, you know, prequel. Yeah. the tomorrow war yeah mm-hmm. it's a yeah people it, when you watch that it makes it makes things make a lot more sense which is cool mm-hmm. yeah it's great yeah um ivan strahovski i think is how you say your name um who mm-hmm. i didn't realize was in this movie as much as she was from like the trailers and stuff but um she was on chuck which you and i both liked a lot 
yeah. uh, the, the TV show. So I haven't really seen her in a ton since then. I was really glad to see her. Yeah. She's pretty badass. Um, I thought I really thought like after Chuck, she was going to like blow up uh, both her mm-hmm, and Zachary Levi. And and he's like it took him a little while, but like mm-hmm. he's in movies and, and shit now. Yeah. But um, I really thought like she would should have uh, there would have been a good pick to play Captain Marvel. Um, mm. Oh, man. Yeah. But, you know. Now that Brie Larson has a role, yeah. I'm, I'm cool with it. But like, kind of works. Uh, I she really has like a good like screen presence and is a. I really enjoy her like her acting. I think she mm-hmm. like does a good job of like playing through all the emotions and whatnot. I guess she's on. And she's uh, badass, yeah. Yeah, uh, she's in. Um, oh my god, that Hulu show uh, mm-hmm. with uh, man, all the ladies who wear the red. God damn it! Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen her in that. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, there we go. Have you seen that show? Do you ever watch that? No. No, uh-uh. no, she like fell off the face of the earth for right. me. And I was yeah. like, why? Where is she? We need to sit in an she's expedition. Like, <laughs> she's like, I've been in the show for a while. Yeah, she was like, I've been there. You just well, haven't been paying attention. Well, for one thing, I was looking up her, her credits and Chuck ended in 2012. Um, oh, my God. That's crazy. That was nine years ago that the show even ended. Like, I feel like that wasn't that long ago that that show was on. Mm-hmm. But um that's crazy too but uh yeah yeah, the handmaid's tale is really like a dark show i've never been able to finish after like the first season because it's just so heavy and felt too real or too close to real to our Mm -hmm. actual reality here um but it's pretty fucked up because it's like in that world she's like one of the main guy's wives and in that world they like impregnate the handmaidens and so the wives hold the hands of the handmaidens down as their husbands are fucking them Oh, so like she's like in bed, like watching her wife, like fuck this other chick while she's like holding her down. It's really fucked up. That's like Damn. one scene <laughs> amongst Holy the whole shit. season of scenes like that. It's very hard to watch. Um, but yeah, and then she's she's great, though. And I'm glad that she's getting more roles because uh, I thought as well that she would have been, you know, a much bigger star after Chuck. I thought she was so great in mm-hmm. that. She was. So like her, like her fighting was really great. She like handled the stunts really well. She's funny. Um, mm. She's pretty ugly. I will say that. But um, that's other the than thing. That, I, like her. I feel like that was probably the issue why she didn't get any more roles. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just kind of a gruesome character. She looks like a trash at. can lid a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a trash can lid that uh, Oscar the Grouch would be like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like he would like know. he would break character to like curse. <laughs> yeah. Just to be like, oh, fuck, no. This Ogo, hell no. Let me get out of there I mean, and get into me. <laughs> I mean, Brad, what? just like, disgusting, yeah, right? just like, oh, man. Just, oh. Everything else. I'm surprised, I like I'm surprised your iPad screen didn't crack just from just displaying little, her, yeah. her visage. Yeah. yeah. But, mm. I, well, I got off it real quick. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, there's like a, a few other people, but uh, that's kind of the main people I wanted to mention, I guess, for for the cast. Um, do you want to get into some heavy spoilers? Yeah, yeah, we should just go ahead and, and just lay down a spoiler blanket. Sweet. You know, Sweet. we'll just roll it out, you know, hop on that bad boy. Mm. Embrace for impact. Oh. <laughs> because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to say it, I'm going to put this first spoiler out there. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched this movie, it's part of your Prime Video subscription yeah, free pause this shit go watch that shit come mm-hmm. back to this shit oh yeah you know? because here's i'm just gonna say it there is a tuna santa in this movie <laughs> and no one appreciates it that looks pretty gross i don't know that i would have eaten that 
Yeah. The, I, I like the opening of this movie. It has like a, a cold open where we see Chris Pratt fall into this pool on top of a building mm. and it's just like destruction and everything. And then it flashes back to December of 19 or 19, 2022. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, okay, so it's still like a little bit in the future for us. Oh yeah. And then, yeah, you know, it, it's always kind of weird when they, they set a movie in a time frame to where I might be able to experience it. Kind of like mm-hmm. back to the future Two, And yep. then demolition man. Mm-hmm. Those are times that we've all lived through at this point. And it's and like it's just like it feels oh great, yeah yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So he at the you know after that cold open, it's like in his neighborhood. He's going to a Christmas party, and yeah, I'm like, oh that? no, mm-hmm. it's happened. I, I like made that note. That's why I started taking notes. It's like oh, I got to complain about this fucking thing. But it looks like it doesn't look like it's cold outside, and I feel like people are wearing sweaters inside of like a mm. hot room. Yeah, uh, inside of his house, and he's he's walking in. It's December twenty twenty two. He's walking around with like corded Apple earbuds in both ears as he's like talking on the phone to mm-hmm. whomever, like a, a military research so-and-so. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like trying to get a job with them or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like later we find out he's like a school teacher. So he's really just like I fucking hate these children. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I gotta get out. They don't listen. This one guy is talking about volcanoes all the time. (laughs) Like, that's never going to come in handy. (laughs) He was great. I liked him. I know. I was trying to look up who that was. Was Was his name like uh, like Martin? Martin. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It doesn't show. Like, uh, I'm looking at the pictures that show up on Google when you first like look up a movie or whatever. I'll have to look for his name. He was Mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. Very funny. You you look up volcano kid in movie and it's like a picture of Pierce Brosnan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Volcano Kid. The Volcano Kid. Oh, there's a lot of kids' videos explaining volcanoes on YouTube, just so you know. I'll keep looking. There's there's yeah. the inspiration. Yeah. But um yeah, he like walks into this Christmas party, his wife has made this delectable looking tuna Santa. Uh it cracked me up. I was like, Okay, I guess I'm back in. You're yeah. gonna start the movie with Christmas, which I hate. <laughs> I'm about to step out the door and then you reel me back in. With this lady's like she like put so much effort into this tuna Santa and she's like nobody likes my tuna Santa and as she was saying the words it was like processing in my brain then it cuts to a shot of the tuna Santa I'm like oh my god you you know what Chris McKay I'm back in yeah I'm back in with both feet and if, uh, if you were to show up at a a Christmas get together and saw that would you be the first to to crack into that bad boy yes because you don't like food absolutely. Food I cannot let food go yeah. to waste. It's, it's not like I don't want to. I am physically incapable mm-hmm. of letting that happen. I just, I cannot do it. I feel like you would do that and you'd be like, it's pretty good. It's not great, but I'm going to eat a little bit of it. And then nobody eat, eats any of it. And so they're like, when you're mm-hmm. leaving, they're like, I wrapped up the rest of the Christmas of, of the tuna Santa for you to take home. You're like, yay. <laughs> Cause you would have to finish it at that point. I would. You yeah. Wouldn't just come home I, and go to the trash in a few days. You'd no. Eat on that like, for well, days. I don't want to forget that I'm putting this in my car, so I'll just put it in my pocket. Unless I have like, <laughs> like we ran out of Tupperware. Hold out your pockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good thing it wore my cargo pants. Here you go. Load it up. What else you got? Um, but yeah, so so I like that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess his his wife is a counselor of some sort, mm-hmm. and after the the revelation of the people coming back uh, from the future. She does like counseling and 
counsels the people who survive their tour, which is like seven days in the future, mm-hmm. and they come back, oftentimes missing limbs, um, and they're just talking about their experience and uh, just trying to uh, get through that PTSD mm-hmm. of that whole thing. So, uh, Stephen, and it it was not lost on me that there were portions of this movie <laughs> where stuff was on fire. I was like, I don't know if Stephen <laughs> shouldn't be watching the. You just like I, I already text me. I already randomly. knew that you had at that point. Mm, there you go. But I was just like, is he is he okay? Is he okay? You know, that what is this recording so going to be like? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I I do think it's funny that Amanda and I did watch Backdraft recently. I don't think I put that on now, but uh, <laughs> this was pre dryer fire. P, yeah, P P dryer fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pre dryer yeah. fire. Yes. Um, yeah, and that would that, I would not have chosen that now, of course. But uh, mm-hmm. we did watch that recently, and that was a, a pretty fun like '90s action movie that I remembered pretty well. But uh, but anyway, yeah. Otherwise, you know, little fires here and there, I can get past those. In this movie, there's mm-hmm. so much action going on at all times. Like like you said, when it starts, he's already like it shows him jumping in the time thing mm-hmm. and like falling in that pool and like you're like instantly into action and then it's a, it's pretty fast scenes that he gets like rejected for that thing and then yeah goes home like goes inside and he's talking to his daughter watching the football game and then like the time travelers come and like it's all like really rapid um mm-hmm. which i liked it they pack in a lot of stuff in this movie and a lot of different <laughs> ideas and stuff i i checked the time when they like are getting teleported to the future and i think it was around like the 40 minute mark mm-hmm. and the movie's two hours 18 minutes long mm-hmm. so it does take a little bit of time to like get there but all the scenes leading up to it like it, maybe there's like the first like 10 minutes or so outside of that cold open that are like just like getting to know some of the characters or whatever mm-hmm. but then after that and the people come back from the future there's a lot of like exposition that has to be laid out so things make sense or whatever Mm -hmm. um and one of the notes i made was that i liked the way they handled the explanation of time travel in this because i don't need like Mm -hmm. a whole lot of stuff like somebody says well why don't we just go back further in time before the aliens get there and they have a really like solid explanation and it's real like look uh the thing we use to travel back in time uh, made out of duct tape and chicken wire. Yeah. Uh, we, we like see it later on. That's not exactly true. It yeah. does look like a manufactured thing, but like, but it's like, look, we just fucking figured this time travel shit out. Mm-hmm. Then these goddamn aliens showed up and it was like, what, 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 are we, what? So, <laughs> yeah. And you're at like a, a fixed point. We can like go back immediately, like 30 years in the past and can travel forward to that exact same point in the future, like 30 years mm-hmm. forward. So it's not like, you have like a whole like scale of time you can travel through. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, that's fine. That makes totally sense for, for this film. Yeah. This film in particular, there's so much going on that you don't, mm-hmm. and they, they, they explain a little bit of it, but, um, my wife, you know, stopped watching Loki recently. Cause she was like this time travel stuff. Like, I don't know what's going on. Who, which Loki's which. And like, it's just too mm-hmm. much for her. She just doesn't care for it. Like I care for time travel stuff. You know, like I love figuring yep. out the puzzle and this movie I particularly liked because over and over again, they were just like, uh, yeah here's an explanation and uh let's move on and yeah. you really like sometimes you don't get explanations at all or like you just have to like, go mm-hmm. with it and i like that because i'm like i don't need to really know like there's a point later on uh with with chris pratt and uh yvonne strahoski where they're they're like doing science and like literally i have no idea what they're doing and i just leaned over to my wife and i was like uh, apparently they're doing science and i think it's working and like that's that's as much as much explanation as you really get and i'm like fuck it i don't care i don't care that it doesn't make sense that it's like fucking stupid it's like it totally Mm -hmm. works for this type of thing and yeah i was like on board with whatever i'm like 
sure little explanations about the time travel but fuck it i don't care mm-hmm. <laughs> let's yeah. move on you know they can do it no i i thought it was good it's like here's the story we're telling and here's why we're not telling this other right. version of the story there or whatever that's that's really all i need like you know i i went to go like i said i went to go see uh, f9 recently mm-hmm. and uh, my brain has just like shut down i'm just like you know what we, we can get as dumb as we want with whatever i, I honestly don't care yeah uh, i i'm just here to like watch these actors fight these aliens that's what i'm in in this for you know i'm not saying that this movie is like dumb sure but it's not you know it's not like trying to be like a super smart mm. movie it's it's gonna be like an action movie you know yeah and i specifically think i'm glad that you got me really into the fast and furious series because that those movies do allow you to turn your brain off and just kind of like go with the big action and there, mm-hmm. it is in such a good way. It's not like I, I like an action movie you can think about, or like a sci-fi movie you can think about and stuff. But sometimes you don't mm-hmm. need that. And I specifically was thinking about the fast movies during this one, where I'm like, it's the same thing. Like they're just they just keep having bigger and bigger action things. They just keep going. Like it's really fast. This plot point doesn't quite make sense, but they kind of explain it. And you move on. Like this mm-hmm. person's back from the dead. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Like you get, you just keep moving forward, and they're so fun that you kind of forget about it, and you're like, well, I don't really need the explanations you know to make Mm -hmm. a lot of sense i just want i just Um, came for the bombastic fun real quick Mm non-spoiler uh about f9 oh yeah but obviously we we've seen from the trailer that han is back Mm -hmm. and i've heard through like interviews uh like the director justin lynn who's also back he he left on a fast and furious 6 Mm. and uh he's he's back for this one um han was like his character from Better Luck Tomorrow, mm-hmm. then Tokyo Drift, and then, like, up through six, he left the franchise. Han left the franchise, effectively, right? Mm-hmm. But Han's back in F9. And he said, don't worry, we explain why Han is back. <laughs> and, Stephen, without spoilers, I will tell you, they explain it. Is it a solid explanation? No. Perfect. Not really. It's just. Exactly. But you just go with it, yeah, dude. Because you, you know? want Han You're there. Just, you want him back. I don't Doesn't care matter. why he's back. Does not matter to me. Not even a little bit. I'm just like, okay, whatever. He's back. He's fine. This is why I like that it's kind of like a kid playing with action figures in the sandbox. And I'm mm-hmm. totally fine with that, though. It's like you just lost, like the kid was playing and making up these stories of the of the Fast and Furious franchise. And he just lost mm-hmm. the Han action figure for a few times, like days. <laughs> yeah. And then he found him again. He's like, he's back in the story. Like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. That's Oh my god, that is right? fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah. That is yes, one hundred percent. How's totally he back? Was. And then they explain it. it's like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But fuck it, you got the toy. Whatever. I was in the sandbox. They're like, what? Moving yeah. on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Totally cool. He's eating snacks. Isn't that fun? <laughs> Snack eating action. Um, but yeah, it's like I didn't need that from the Tomorrow War as well. Like one of the things that I I didn't I don't remember what I told you or what you might have heard. I can't remember anywhere, but. When I was watching the Tomorrow War, like before it, the little reviews that I did hear for it were that it's like trying to be like a 90s action movie and it succeeds. And to me, mm-hmm. it did because I feel like kind of like whenever you got like Batman Begins is kind of like one of the first ones that like makes me think of like the dark changes to mm-hmm. how movies are presented and stuff. So that was like 2005. And it's like they they changed like directions where people like wanted things more gritty and real and explained. Ugh. Um, and then I feel like we kind of, even with the fast and furious franchise during that, like it's almost like there was a backlash for that for a long time, which is why I didn't watch them. And then it's finally like you get into it and you're like, Oh, just let them be silly. And I feel like we don't get a lot of silly action movies anymore where it's like really just about kind of just being a lot of action set pieces and mm-hmm. 
uh, the 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 way this cast jokes in this movie is like very much like Armageddon or something, you know, coming out in like '98 or whatever. Like they feel '90s to me, and that worked so well for me. Like like I said, like Independence Day was like the same way. I wanted that kind of feeling, and that you kind of have to let go of the last few decades of action movies to be like, yeah, this is like totally acceptable, you know, and this is like what I want out of it, like the Fast and Furious mm-hmm. franchise, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, to me, like, it totally worked on those levels. And I didn't really care that it was things were kind of stupid or if, if they were or whatever or not explained. I'm like, whatever. Totally fine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you just roll with it. Yeah. You just have a good time. And mm-hmm. like, though, like we kept laughing. So my experience watching this, I we were uh, watching with me, Amanda and her friend Rachel and then Amanda's parents. And Rachel's really not into this kind of stuff at all, I don't think. Um, but then mm-hmm. her parents like could like this kind of movie at least. They like this kind of stuff. But afterwards, everybody was kind of like quiet about it, and I was like, oh, I loved it. And I was like, it's my birthday. Who cares? Like, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but in particular, like some of the some of the jokes, like I laughed harder at or whatever. Like I could just tell I was more into it. Um, mm-hmm. So I was wondering, did you watch this with your wife? Did you watch this alone? Um, did she fall yes. asleep? <laughs> yes, to both. Yeah, we started it. Uh, I told her uh, last night we had a, like a fireworks display in our neighborhood, mm. and I said, "Well, after that's done, I'm gonna watch this movie. If you want to watch it with me." And I I told her like kind of briefly what the general idea of the movie was mm. about, and she was like, "Um, I don't know." Uh, we start watching it, and then in my head, I'm like completing her sentence. I'm like, "If you don't like it, you'll fall asleep on the couch." Yeah, because you do it all the time. <laughs> And so that's exactly what happened. So she made it about, uh, I think, like uh, 20, 30 minutes into mm. it. And then she was like, okay, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Like, right on cue. Sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I, uh, I watched it in the living room. Mm-hmm. And then there was a point where she, like, got up to go to bed. And um, I was like, uh, okay, uh, I'll, I'll go to bed as well. And I ended up finishing mm. this movie on, I think, my phone or whatever. Oh, yeah. But... <laughs> Not really a big deal for me. Uh, like I, I'm fine going back and forth with it. Yeah, but um, just as the filmmakers intended it. Mm-hmm. You know what? I find that if I'm watching something on my phone, I'm not going to be playing on my phone because I'm watching it on yeah. my phone. So I'm more focused. The <laughs> only exception is like sometimes I have to like pause it to take a note for this podcast. But otherwise, if I'm watching something on my phone, I feel like I'm just more focused. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'm in the living room, there's a part of me that's like, uh, you know, I'm on my phone to take notes. Mm. And then I'm also like getting alerts about like, here's what somebody said on Twitter. It's like, well, I've got to go check so, that out. What might that be? Mm-hmm. Let me check this dark mode fucking Twitter page. <laughs> yeah. See what's going on. But um, look how easy to read. Oh, it's so interesting. Not bright at all. My eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my retinas. Yep. Still intact. Um, but yeah, like we, we started watching this together mm. and it, I, I don't know, like this morning when we woke up, she was asking me if I thought she would like it. I was like, maybe it, it does seem like it's a little bit long, but overall I don't mm. think it's like a bad movie yeah. and I had fun watching. I, I told her, I'm like, I'm glad I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'd be interesting to rewatch this now that I know what the movie is, mm-hmm. especially going in as blind as I did. Totally. Um, but yeah, I said, mm, you might like this, but we'd really have to start like early in the day <laughs> for, <laughs> for you. <laughs> and then piece it out. 
Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Piece it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, as I was watching this, I was like, man, I bet this movie would have been like fun to watch in a theater mm-hmm. or possibly a nightmare because <laughs> you know how like dipshits in theaters can That's be, true. especially on like loud action movies. People are just like yeah. talking loud over what they think is like over the part. action mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. this is one of those, like if you had watched it with me, you might have been mm-hmm. like, like, oh, this is really good. Like Steven's clearly into this. You know, like mm-hmm. someone's watching with people that really dig the thing, you know, kind of kind of help yeah. or whatever. But um, I totally accept that, like, uh, this isn't for everybody. But I was just like, God damn it. This movie is so made for me. And mm-hmm. uh, kind of what I was going to get into as well is that, like, we were watching it and like we kept making fun of it, like even me, like during it. Like, but I was I realized, like, after a while that like Amanda was really making fun of it with her friend. And I was like making fun of it because it's silly. But I was like, but isn't that so great how they did that? Because yeah, there's right? so mm-hmm. many parts where they're like, he has this dad who's estranged from and he doesn't talk to a whole lot. And then he goes there and he's like, you fly planes anyway. And they just move on and like barely talk yeah. about it. And later on, they're like, we need someone to fly us in restricted airspace. And he's like, I know a guy. Yeah. And that type of event, that foreshadowing type of stuff happened like 12 times. And it was so mm-hmm. obvious. But I was like, yes. It's exactly mm-hmm. what I want. Like every yeah. time you would go into the future and you'd realize like, oh, that's going to be a callback. You'd be like, fuck yes. And they'd say it and you'd be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was hilarious. Like how so many things are that way that I was just like, it felt like a weird, almost like a self-aware movie, like, but not quite a satire. I'd heard this kind of compared to Starship Troopers as well, which was another one of my picks for our fantasy draft action movies. And that movie is, like, full of satire, but it's also, like, if you don't know that and you just watched it and you're like, oh, this movie is, like, pro-war and there are all these things, you're like, it feels like they're like, yeah, everybody's like, kill the bugs, but really it's trying to be, like, militaristic ideas and fascism are bad and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's trying to, like, I don't know that this movie had much subtext like that, but it Mm -hmm. felt the same kind of silly, bombastic action that I could really get behind and uh, was just so good for me. Um, mm-hmm. And then really weird things like sometimes I'll watch a movie and be like, man, I, I totally could or would have written this movie. And the way that things play out, I was like, this is exactly what my action figures would have been doing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I was super into time travel as a kid. Like I could, t- could have totally written this. But then weird things like Chris Pratt's character is named Dan. But when you when he like signed when he gets drafted, they're like, your name is whatever. And he says a different name and he's like, Dan's my middle name. I go yeah. like that. And then he's a junior. And I'm like, my father-in-law is Dan. And his name is actually Norman, but he goes by his middle name, Dan, and he's a junior. And I was like, that is the detail that I would have put in a script being like, I know this person and like change names around a little bit. But I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a really weird thing. And like over yeah. and over again, I kept coming across stuff where I was like, I have like a note like that. And a script, like for a script somewhere, like I have a note like that. Like so much of it was just like for 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 me in particular and then the week I had needing something really light. And like on my birthday and stuff, I was like, oh, this is this is fucking rad. So I was just gleeful, giddy, you know, watching this movie Mm -hmm. like it was just so stupid, so much fun. (laughs) Yeah, they don't. And it doesn't matter. Like things aren't explained Mm -hmm. or whatever. So um, it's very derivative as well, like Mm -hmm. uh, of a lot of other time travel and sci fi stuff, whatever. But I was like, every time it happened, I'm like, I don't care. Um and I would just move on and be like, that's totally fine. It reminds me of the X-Files here. Fuck it. I love the X-Files. Why would I not love this? Like, yeah, it's great. You know? Well, yeah, look, I, I definitely understand that there are like tropes from other like sci-fi and whatever that are in this movie, but that's just like part of it. Yeah. Like that's just, you know, it's almost like a shorthand 
for mm-hmm. storytelling at this point, right? So time travel, totally. we we get the concept because we've seen it in like so many different movies mm-hmm. and and uh, TV shows, uh, comics, not books though. Uh, it's not in books. Don't <laughs> don't even books. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, disgusting. Uh, second word of comics, uh, from what I understand. Um, but like you know, they're they're trying to do their own thing. They're, they're, it's like. Uh, it kind of goes back and forth between like a sci-fi mm-hmm. time travel action movie and then like kind of a family drama. Like mm-hmm. they sprinkle some of that in there. And like as I was watching it, I was like, this feels a little bit like atonal to me. But like mm-hmm. I kind of just went with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a scene where um, uh, Chris Pratt has to go tell his daughter who's in the backyard like mm-hmm. digging for a cure or whatever that he's going to or he got drafted and the little girl actress was like i liked her like acting right there i thought she Mm -hmm. was like pretty good at like being like sad and upset that her dad was going to the future and everything um and then he uh tried to bribe her 20 bucks to Mm -hmm. oh i like that (laughs) to take the fall for like cutting that cable like yeah that seems like something i would do yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but um yeah i don't like the uh the the whole thing with his dad i thought Mm. was fun like Look, if I'm being honest, it was mainly the performances that, like, mm-hmm. covered the um, weird, like, atonal shifts for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I had heard J.K. Simmons was in this, but I totally forgot until he was on screen. Oh, that's fun. And I was like, ah, J.K. Simmons! <laughs> yeah. Watch out for a new music stance, you know? <laughs> but uh, he walked in, and uh, J.K. Simmons was there, and they, like, lay out that they do not have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, well, it's J.K. Simmons. He's got to come back and some way shape or form right yeah but then like as i'm watching the movie i'm i, I watch this movie kind of like we were talking about the fast and furious mm-hmm. uh where i'm just like i'm not i've shut my brain off i'm only focused on what's on the screen right now mm. i'm not like trying to put the the pieces together when the uh that kid earlier in the movie talks about like volcanoes or whatever he's like mm-hmm. really like mm-hmm. leaning into it i'm like wow they're really like leaning into this volcano thing hard i wonder if that's going to come up later and then like <laughs> From there, my brain just, like, shut down. There you go. And then um, when he's talking to his daughter in the backyard and they're having the, the draft talk or whatever, it was at that point where I'm like, I haven't seen Yvonne Str- uh, Strahovski in this movie yet. Mm-hmm. I bet that's probably going to be his daughter in the future, but she's about <laughs> that age, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that'll probably come up. And then uh, the the thing with the middle name, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that, that totally makes sense, right? Because... In in the future, he's going to call himself Dan, and then, like, his legal name is something different as it would be listed mm-hmm. on, like, documents or whatever. So that's why when they speak in the future, it doesn't, like, click with her. Oh, that's my dad. Plus, Forrester's, like, a common enough name that it mm-hmm. probably doesn't, like, necessarily click with her right away. Um, they place all so, those little pebbles down there, yeah, to be picked up later, though. Yeah. yeah. But again, I'm just, like, letting the movie unfold. Mm-hmm. The only thing I was watching out for was, like, a conversation where she reveals that she's his daughter like mm-hmm. in the future or whatever but they like it's not like something you like find out in the third act they they get to that like fairly Pretty, yeah. quickly upon their meeting so it's like and i told my wife this morning when she asked about it she's like well so was there anything you like how did you feel about it and i was talking about it and i said well there's this one thing i figured out pretty early on about the you know the daughter reveal or whatever and she's like you can just tell me i'm like yeah you'll end up forgetting about this anyway. So <laughs> if you ever even watch it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I still kept it vague, and I said, well, uh, turns out this one character is related to another character in the future. And she's like, uh, okay, oh, okay. And then she was started playing with her dogs. I was like, oh, she doesn't. She'll forget we even had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, she's That's done. Fine. Yep. Well, since you didn't watch the trailer, I was going to say that I don't remember when I first watched them over time. I don't think I ever had an inkling, but when we watched it right before the movie and they show her character, the the way it all plays out with him saying goodbye to his daughter and stuff, I was like, oh, that's going to be his daughter. Like, it felt <laughs> yeah. like they didn't say that in the trailer at all. They don't really hint at that, but it just feels mm-hmm. like this movie, it's not trying, like, I, I guess that's my point. I, you know, it's not trying to be smart about those things. It's not like, mm-hmm. ha ha, you never understood that it was going to be his daughter. I feel that's why they kind of just put it in early because it's like, yeah, you're supposed to kind of like put those together. Like, or you could very mm-hmm. easily, and they know that. The filmmakers know that, right? And mm-hmm. so when it plays out, I was glad that it wasn't like a huge reveal, you know, mm-hmm. like they kind of were just like, oh, that's a that's a big deal. And it's obviously going to affect their relationship as adults, you know, moving forward mm-hmm. in this future or whatever. And clearly, like if you're moving to the future, you're going to meet someone that was a kid, you know, alive or whatever when they were yeah. when, he, when he's jumped from. And the fact that it would be his kid is like, yeah, that totally works. Um, and that's when that science part happens. It's them working together in the lab and it like makes no sense. It's like, <laughs> it's like, she's like, you're, you know, this stuff. And he's like, we can do it. And they just start looking at stuff at a mic under a microscope. And like it, the screen will just be like 53%, 63%. And like, they're yeah. not doing anything but looking at them under a microscope. You don't know what science is happening, but like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it's like 100%. And they're like, we did it. <laughs> And they just it's the on. perfect shade of green. <laughs> yeah. It is perfect. We did it. Vanta green. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, it's all just so silly. Uh, yeah. I put it on again last night. So I watched this on Friday, two nights ago from this record. And uh, I put it on again on Saturday night just to kind of, you know, refamiliarize myself with it before the show. And uh, I still had a blast with it. Um, I feel like this is one of those films that I'll end up watching a lot like Starship Troopers and stuff like that. That'll just put on, you know, in the background. But Mm -hmm. um, that's part of the fun with it, too, though, is it's like, oh, I don't really have to think about the time travel and stuff. Like, it doesn't even really make any sense. That was Amanda's thing, watching it. She kept kept being like, well, if he's from the past and he goes to the future and then, like, they only stay for a week and come back, like, why can't they just, like, change things in the future? Like, why isn't her future changing? And I was like, well, in time travel theories... Um, you know, I was like, I'm a fan of like the branching theory, which is like Loki goes all into, you know, and the, mm-hmm. and the, you see that a lot in the Avengers films, you know, that's like the branch mm-hmm. goes and that's like a different timeline. And I yeah. was like, so he's like stuck on this thing. He wants to save that version of his daughter, but the version of his daughter, nine year old, nine years old and everything will be, ch- her future will be changed. It'll be a different thing. And Amanda was just like zoned out. She just wanted to play with our dog at that point. You know, she's just yeah. like, I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. This doesn't make any sense. I don't know. And I was like. Don't think you can't think about time travel too much. There's way too many paradoxes for it to actually work. That's why we want to see it in movies and not in real Mm -hmm. life yet. You know, I do like the discussion of paradoxes Mm -hmm. where um, Sam Richardson and Chris Pratt does like figure out they're like, oh, okay, so we we die (laughs) before we get to this like year that we're traveling to. Therefore, we won't run into our future selves and cause like a back to the future style like paradox mm-hmm. or whatever so i'm like oh, okay yeah that's smart that covers that basis totally checks that box yep. <laughs> fine okay perfect some of the stuff i do feel like they well and that, that's a kind of a bigger one and stuff but some of the things with the time travel or just various action or plot points in this i feel like they were like well, well i'm not sure this quite works like what if audiences you know figure this part out and they're like well what if we tweaked it this way and they're like yeah that works and nobody came up with another idea it's like they just came up with one idea and they're like this mm-hmm. this is fine let's move mm-hmm. on, you know, and 
yeah. don't worry about like how silly that sounds. They did it like over and over again. Um, but to me, I was like, fuck it. You know, that sounds yeah. great. So, um, I liked when they travel into the future, like as they're doing it, like you can hear the radio control people and they're freaking out. It's like, Oh shit, something's wrong. And then oh, you like, yeah. you go through that portal and then like people are like falling out of the sky. Oh. Like somebody didn't carry the fucking two. And yeah. now <laughs> they're like several, like several hundred feet yeah. above like skyscrapers and people are just like raining bodies down on violent. Miami yeah. bitch. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like Chris Pratt almost like eats shit on mm-hmm. the cement border around a pool, but he manages to not do that. <laughs> Someone just sneak by. <laughs> did a little like, like <laughs> Grinch sneak. He said like, you did a Grinch sneak. Um, okay. Yeah. Who said that? <laughs> a ghost. A ghost draft. Ah. Oh, she's traveled back <laughs> yeah. from 30 minutes into the future. She put up some clothes. Um, man, that kind of threw me. I don't remember what we were, what I was going to say. Uh, we're talking about uh, Chris Pratt almost eating shit outside of the pool, uh, but he yes. narrowly makes it in there. And then, like, somebody falls on top of him. Oh, yeah. And then, hits him in the belly. Yeah. yeah. And then... Like somebody like pulls him out of the pool, but then I'm like, there's so many people falling from the fucking sky. Like he was in the middle of this group that were standing. Yeah, there has to be so many people falling from the sky. There's just like, well, I want to breathe, but also I don't want to break my fucking neck yeah, because from another person, you know, uh, a 43 year old's gonna fall and <laughs> right down on my noggin, you know. So you really have to like, you can't eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there's it. no winning here. Yeah. Yeah, um, I did like that part though because it's parts of this movie too, like like Starship Troopers again. They it's like sometimes absurd and funny and silly, but then the action is like like the effects are like pretty good. The the creatures themselves are like creepy looking. They have like tons of teeth and like when they first get there, they don't know what they're really fighting. And then somebody says mm-hmm. like you don't want to get eaten, and they're like we're gonna get eaten, like shit. That might be the yeah. Like I think that was Mitch. Yeah, said it, yeah. Boy, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it's like. Uh, I like that because it's like, and when the, everybody falls too, like it's so violent that it's like jarring. It's like a, that's again too, like a tonal thing. It's like, well, they were just like joking. Like that guy was just joking whenever they were in basic training and it was so funny. And then now like people are hitting, they're smacking their heads on the skyscrapers falling to their deaths. Yeah. And it's such a weird thing that like when it first happened, the first dude like smacked his head on that thing. I, I just laughed again. Like it was really funny yeah. to me, even though it's horrific, you know? It was like that, uh, he, he falls on like something like jutting out of a building yeah, or whatever. It's like or a, something. Go, yeah. Looking, yeah. And he really fucking eats shit. <laughs> and I see people yeah. like falling out of the sky and it's like, wait, so are these people like, it's not like they've got like are teleporting down to the ground or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they've got like an uh, invincibility bubble or something yeah, like right. that. Yeah. You know, like they're, Oh no, they're dead. They're yeah. like hitting the ground hard, <laughs> yeah. you know? And it's like, fuck, man, that's fucking intense. Guys, but yeah. yeah, everyone who lands in the pool, I guess, is they're pretty good. Who s- survives for the most part? Well, I think it's funny because they, like everything in this movie, they just keep go, 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 right? So he gets in, mm-hmm. in touch with command, uh, Ivan Strahovski, mm-hmm. and doesn't know who, they don't know who each other are yet or whatever. And she's like, I have a research team in this building. We need to get there. And then Chris Pratt is like, I need every able-bodied person on me now. Let's go. And I was mm-hmm. like, so you're literally just going to leave everybody that broke a leg, like, just sitting here? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody yeah. is just left on that rooftop. <laughs> Anybody yeah. that was alive. Bye-bye. He just Im- he immediately turns and murders everyone <laughs> yeah. who cannot walk. <laughs> I was like, go. oh, he has a dark past. Yeah, right. I, I was a little bit confused about um, why Chris Pratt was the 
the default leader. I felt mm. like it should have been that Dorian guy since he's this is like his fourth tour. Yeah, but he seemed like a loner or his group, you know, like they were like doing their own thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if it was the uh, the mutton chops he had or what, but like he had a little bit of a Wolverine vibe mm. when he was on screen. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I can see that. this. I can see this happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to like pop some claws. Wouldn't I mean, he had a claw around his neck, you know? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. if, yeah, he got three of them and like strung them mm-hmm. up on his hands at one point, though, and you're like, fucking Steven, go berserk. I would have lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> I've like jumped up on, on my coffee table and would have been like fist pumping with both yeah. hands. Man. And so delighted by yeah, that. Yeah, right? Um, Missed opportunity. Maybe so, the sequel. Perhaps the tomorrow, tomorrow war, the two tomorrow yeah. war. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> um, so it'd be like tomorrow to war. Oh, tomorrow to war. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on Doughboys, mm-hmm. uh, Mitch has talked about like certain scenes, but like without spoiling it, he's he's referred to the stairwell scene and he says mm. stuff happens there. So like this entire movie, I'm like, well, what happens in the stairwell? Mm. Movie? Like what what happened? What is the scene? So I'm watching it and like they're going down a stairwell and I'm so like <laughs> focused on like the the absurdity of the movie at this point that it finally clicks with me like, oh, they're in a stairwell now. Mm-hmm. It's about to go down. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. And he's the one that like sees the aliens. Mm-hmm. It's the first time we, I see the aliens anyway. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the trailer. So I'm like, what do these fucking things look like? And you see them in the distance. They just look like little like white scurrying thing, like spiders or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's hard to tell. But then we like finally see them and holy shit. I think the aliens in this movie look fucking fantastic. I thought they looked great. Yeah, I'm glad you think that. The design is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. They've got the little like weird like hovering Dr. Octopus tentacles mm-hmm. like on their bodies and they shoot spikes. Yep. Therefore, they're the white spikes. All one word from what I looked up on Wikipedia this morning. I thought that was an OK name for them. Yeah. I w- yeah. Not, not a fan of the the name. Yeah. Also, I wish that the the females and the males looked mm. more different from the each other. Bigger. Like, is that what I feel like she was just bigger and then like eventually mm-hmm. she had like a red belly or something. And then oh, it's because like was it. they were like holding her down and giving her a pink belly. Yeah, they were like awful, slapping her tum tum. Awful, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe but that's yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I, I could have used that too. But I think mm-hmm. overall, like Amanda, at one point also leaned over because it's just an Amazon Prime movie. But you know, Amazon's obviously taking mm-hmm. over the world and will be our overlord soon. And so they have a lot mm-hmm. of money to throw around. I, I saw afterwards that they bought this from paramount because it was going to be released on christmas day makes sense for the christmas scene in 2020 sure and then they pushed it like later july mm-hmm. and then amazon mm-hmm. was in talks to buy them in since like january and then bought them for like 200 million dollars or something and put this out um mm-hmm. and so amanda was like i like the effects are like so good and i was like yeah this is like a real movie mm-hmm. but that was just kind of dumped on you know on amazon you know yeah uh but it also, like, I think it was another Paramount movie, like the, the Cloverfield Paradox, which I was really excited for. And they just dropped after Super Bowl one, one year. And that movie was like, oh, they put a lot of money into this and it's awful. So they dropped it on <laughs> Netflix. And that's why. Like, it made sense for that. But this one, I, I, I didn't feel that way. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder how this would have done, you know, without outside of COVID and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, the effects, I thought, were really stellar throughout the whole thing. Um, I thought everything looked yeah. great. For sure, yeah. I, I'm actually noted that the uh, the action set pieces in this are like great. Mm-hmm. Like 
they really spend a lot of time there. It's very um, actiony, like what you would expect from yeah. a theatrical sure. movie. And it totally makes sense since that's what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I guess this is a Christmas movie now. I mean, from what I'm to understand, that's what I'm understanding. Mm-hmm. The okay. original intent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that explains Tuna Santa, I suppose. You're like, I'm upset. It by makes it, sense but now. Okay. It was it was so like obtrusive to me. Then it's like you would bring mm-hmm. Christmas into my house. Yep. I'm sitting here. I should have warned trying you. To en- trying to enjoy the fourth, fourth, fourth of July. <laughs> yeah. And now. You have to do this to me? Man. But look, Tuna Santa saved everything for me. There you so. go, right? So yeah. I didn't expect you to, to really take to Tuna Santa, but I'm glad you have. No. It didn't set the tone, but it changed the tone yeah. and made everything more palatable there for me. So yeah. Tuna Santa's next time I Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gotta watch out for the Tuna Santas. They'll do it to you every time. Next time I go to Subway and I uh, get a like mm. a, a tuna sandwich, I'll, I'll be like, um, can you uh make that into a can you make it tuna santa? <laughs> They're like, it's like ah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like Christmas, but I do want the satisfaction mm-hmm. of being able to shit out a Santa Claus. Oh, I thought you were going to say eating Santa's face. Also, well, I mean, Either two way. things can be true. There you go, Steven. right? There you mm-hmm. go. Yep, and then shit mm-hmm. it out later. Shit it, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Um, yeah, I thought the, uh, I thought the effects from the tuna Santa who looked really realistic. I thought he was going to jump right off the table, you know, straight to those aliens that were fucking creepy. I thought, uh, yeah, they were all good. I mean, it it sucks that the pandemic happened for, like, any number of reasons, Mm -hmm. but I do know that, like, some special effects houses were taking more time to Mm -hmm. work on special effects, and I did think the Tuna Santa did look spectacular. You could could see, like, like in the meat. You could see, like, the striations in the meat, Mm -hmm. you know? Totally. I believe it. I I think, from what I understand, they rendered it to make make it look like the tuna came from one giant tuna fish mm. that was all it was That's on the smart. jk simmons workout regimen it was extra vascular whenever they caught it oh yeah they diced it up like you know how like in movies there's an actor's secret mm-hmm. the tuna santa secret was that it was a roided <laughs> out tuna fish oh, wow that had been pulped into a tuna santa wow that's that's quite like that's deep the detail on that you know is what's amazing mm-hmm. they put that effort in there yeah, it's Tuna Santa secret. That, tu- <laughs> that Tuna Santa uh, cost $10 million. I don't know if you knew that to make. I mean, that's honestly, that's a steal. Mm-hmm. If you look, if you go back and rewatch the Tuna Santa scene. Yeah, you'll see. It's it's like All the money's on this the table. looks like 100 percent. This looks like this looks like an 18 million dollar Tuna Santa. Mm-hmm. And they got it for 10 for 10. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's, yeah. It's kind of a good, a good deal that way. Yeah. Nobody else like is the talking director. about it, but we are. Lord knows we are talking about it. People, yep, I just checked. Twitter from the future. Uh, please stop talking about Tuna Santa. Uh, no, we won't do it. We will not do it. It was the it. star of the show. It really was. Like, the director had had that in the movie. Like, it was like, just like a throwaway line, and then, like, mm-hmm. pandemic happened. He's like, guys, you mentioned, it's like Chekhov's gun. Mm-hmm. For people who don't know, Chekhov from Star Trek had a gun, Mm -hmm. and he would mention it at the top of every episode, Mm -hmm. and then they were like, we mention it every time. We have to see the gun by the third act. Totally. So you mention a tuna Santa. You got to. You got to show that tuna Santa. Mm -hmm. I've got 10 10 million left over in the budget. We're saving (laughs) a lot of money on catering. Mm -hmm. You know, craft services doesn't really have anything going on right now, so... Mm -hmm. 
Let's put it all toward Tuna Santa. Is this, take money from one food budget, put it in another. There you Special go. Special effects. Let's get some vascular tuna in this bitch. Oh, you know? yeah. Vascular tuna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, besides the Tuna Santa, uh, what, other, uh, what other notes did you have? That was like 84% of my notes oh, okay. was Tuna Santa uh, related. Um, I do have something here. Um, I, I did think it was surprising that no one, like military, scientists, otherwise, no one else in the world thought, well, we didn't see their ships. There's no like craters. Mm-hmm. We like, you know, nobody thought, oh, well, maybe they've been here longer than mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I certainly didn't think they'd been there for 1,000 years or yeah. whatever the fuck it was. But like, you didn't like go back and like check earlier? Like, Maybe uh, like go back there. Yeah, that's one of those. You, I, I, even me, I was like, yeah, it didn't quite make sense that like nobody would check. Or like Amanda brought up, like, well, why aren't they just send stuff back to the past, and you know, wait for the, them to arrive and mm-hmm. do better then? And I was like, well, I think they're doing both. I think what we're seeing though is this was a short amount of time that they've sent people back, and they need them as reinforcements in the future. But in my head, like the governments of the world, we're still like building better weapons or trying to do stuff, but. It's going to be like so many years until they arrive, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like that will come when it comes. Um, I do think it's funny that nobody thought like you never saw that. Maybe they are already here and they were looking for that. But in my mm-hmm. canon, they would have like two decades from now when the aliens do show up, they might have gone looking for them or that area. Like they might have fortified that area of where they know they're going to arrive or something, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But what I thought was going to happen was more of a. Like, I thought Chris Pratt was going to go and introduce that serum somehow, and it was actually going to be the jumping off point for the alien invasion. Oh, what a twist. And, like, the whole time, he was the one that set it in motion, and then it was going to, like, set up a sequel and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually felt like the third act in this was probably the weakest one, like, once they actually find that stuff. It was so fast, it felt almost, like, tacked on or something like that. I feel like it could have used a little more workshopping. Um, but overall, I was happy with how it ended up and everything. Um but it's like it's all derivative it's like oh they find this ship and it's been here for a thousand years in the ice and it's like oh these aren't the guys that we've been fighting this is a whole different race of of aliens and stuff and then i was like oh this so this is kind of like alien and prometheus and stuff and then it's like yeah it's also like the x-files like they find stuff in the ice and they have like an anecdote and they antidote and they like put it in there and it wakes them up and all this stuff like there's very similar things to other things but i was like still like fine with that you know it's derivative but whatever um but that one like we get back to, to get back to your point the uh nobody like searching for it then it's just like the small team it's kind of like par for the course for this movie that nobody else would have checked that and then they go and i love that there's a whole speech where chris pratt is like we could go tell the world and they could come and and kill these aliens and stuff mm-hmm. and they're like no i want to do it now and he's like me too and they all just decide to do mm-hmm. it as a small ragtag team that's found the alien ship and they're gonna go murder mm-hmm. them together and i was like of course you are of course yeah. you're not gonna tell the governments of the world to help you with this situation of course you're just gonna handle it with guns right now and these stupid antidotes like it was par for the course of the stupidity of it but i was like yeah go kill them alien bitches <laughs> you know i think it's sam richardson has a line in that scene where he's like look the UN is going to get like right. caught up in all this like legal turmoil and it's going to take for fucking yeah. ever. We're here. Yeah. Let's go fucking do the damn thing. And they, they do. I'm just like, okay, that's fine. That they, yeah. they talked about it. They acknowledged it. Yep. We know they're not there legally. So it's not like they have like, they can radio in someone mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, they probably could have made a phone call. Probably a phone call. Uh, I mean, call collect. I don't know. There's you know, not but, a whole lot of towers out there. I imagine. Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. They're like, you don't get coverage. Oh, I can't. I tried. Did you pay for glacier coverage? You didn't? Oh, <laughs> no. On. All right. Well, let's go throw this <laughs> this green Fanta at them. I did love, um, even my, my father-in-law watching it and stuff, whatever they, they go, and they're like, maybe they're in the ice, and they go, and they're like, it was global warming. Like, <laughs> yeah. all of us it were is, like, yep, it's global yep. warming. Mm-hmm. This makes sense to me. <laughs> Greta Thunberg is like watching this. She's like, yes, I told yeah. you. I told you. <laughs> It's happening. But I loved it because I was like, it does, like, I liked that as, like, a sci-fi concept that there was an alien ship in the ice that we haven't found that gets, like, mm-hmm. melted out over the years. Yeah. And then, like, they co- they all come out and everything. I was like, that totally makes sense. Just as much as I thought it was going to be more of, like, you know, when they're mm-hmm. they're finding, like, so many bacteria and viruses and animals and stuff, like, all kinds of stuff, like, under the ice that they're like, mm-hmm. oh, this has been millions of years that this has been dormant. Like, we don't have the antibodies for it anymore because the human race has, like, evolved so far beyond this thing. What if that mm-hmm. released into the the air or whatever? What would that do? And this was like, oh, no, what if there were actually, like, what if there's, like, a, a you know, like, a UFO disc in the, in, the, in the water, in the ice, and they get thawed out? And it's like, yeah, either way, global warming is, <laughs> you know, the fault for all of it. Yeah. Did someone knocked. Oh, I thought that was next door. Good grief. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was interesting that they like get in that spaceship and they discover like oh so they didn't like pilot themselves there mm-hmm. it was like a different alien species that wound up on Earth and like when I saw the spaceship I was kind of surprised I thought maybe it was just like a uh, like a Cloverfield situation mm-hmm. where like a meteorite carried mm-hmm. the species to Earth and yeah, yeah. whatever but like from what I read on Wikipedia this morning because I was like trying to go back through there mm-hmm. and like make sure I didn't miss anything. It said that, like, this alien species was bringing the white spikes as cargo. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was there on screen to destroy the planet. I'm like, what? (laughs) How do we know their intentions? I felt like that's editorial Mm. malfeasance. I think they actually talked about I thought they had a line about that where they were like, maybe they were like going for another planet and Mm -hmm. landed here. But I don't Mm -hmm. know why you'd think that. I don't know why they would think that either. Yeah, it's just like that's another one of those things. Like you can't think about it too hard. Yeah, they they it's were like, cargo for another species. They are here mm-hmm. now, and uh, that's that's basically where we're at. Everybody up, up. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yep. <laughs> Time travel works now too. Do we know what, why? One nope. of the one of the side characters is like, oh, it's like Prometheus. And like, yeah. no, don't, <laughs> don't. We don't. We don't need to get into that. But um, so I've got two final notes okay. here. Um, one of them is I loved that. As they're in the ship, the the bulk of the people, J.K. Simmons and Sam Richardson are outside of it. They're like the last line of defense if the aliens like escape mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's a point where, sure enough, an alien does escape and oh, runs yeah. out of the the ship. Sam Richardson is trying to figure out how to get his gun to work. <laughs> J.K. Simmons is like snipering them as as best he's, mm-hmm. he can. Um, but then like one is gonna run up on J.K. Simmons and then out of frame oh. into frame. Sam Richardson, buzzsaw. Yeah, this I have I have had <laughs> buzzsaw kill blue balls since we watched the Army of the Dead. I'm like, when, this is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we had to wait for this movie. Oh man, I didn't think about it. They never even use it in Army of the Dead. That's the whole point, right? They just like, yeah. carry it around the whole time and like and they like cut into a wall. Yeah, it's so boring. And then this, I don't want to see what it's used for. Yeah, they delivered. I I want to see something cool. I did see Army of the Dead reference somewhere online when I was looking this up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I even watched that movie. But I was like, I feel like some people 
saw that movie and really liked it and they might see this one and not really like it but i was like kind of the opposite where i'm like there's a lot of stupid mm-hmm. stuff and like you just have to move forward with it but for army of the dead i couldn't forgive it and this one i'm like fuck it nothing makes sense like whatever let's keep going um and it's partly because this movie is like brighter and more fun i think than that and, one and also of note um in focus yeah that's in a good focus part. for most of the movie <laughs> yeah that helps yeah that helps um but yeah i that kill i laughed so hard when that kill happened it was amazing <laughs> and again just so violent like he's covered in that spooge and it just looks yeah. all gross and um it was so unexpected when he uh mm-hmm. you know shows up on screen with it or whatever yeah that was a great part yeah Amazing. I liked it. And then uh, my final note is like after they kill that final like queen alien or whatever, mm-hmm. um, Chris Pratt is yelling die at it. And then he kills it or whatever. And then his dad's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. he says, did you tell it to die? <laughs> yeah. Chris Pratt is like, yeah. He's like, you should have said it sooner. And I was like, oh, OK, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. That was like, yeah, the dumbness of this that are like, I was every time it happened and lines like that or whatever, uh-huh. I was like, yes, every time. I love it. That felt that felt like a punch up joke yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah, like yeah. there were a few of those kind of sprinkled throughout the movie or whatever, but yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I do think, yeah, the the way it ended with that, like Chris Pratt has that claw and they're fighting that thing on that cliff and whatever. Like mm. um we kept thinking they were he was gonna slice the belly open because they kept talking about that. Yeah, um, and then yeah. he jumps on the back, and like I, I thought that those effects looked okay. That's where I was like, I think this could have been workshop more. Like, he jumps on the back of it and slits its throat, and I was like, you don't even have three claws. You're not Wolverine. You know, that other dude showing yeah. up, like Wolverine, would have been mm-hmm. cool right there. But Chris Pratt doing it, I was like, it's okay. But it just felt like they kept showing. It's like this is like a a lady alien mm-hmm. and she's got a red belly i kept being like oh well there's like an alien inside of her or whatever like he's gonna slice it open and another one's gonna mm-hmm. pop out and like they're gonna have to fight the baby or something like mm-hmm. it just went in an unexpected <laughs> it's a xenomorph way xenomorph pops out of there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then chris pratt looks at the camera and winks <laughs> yeah 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 i expected different things right there and again like mm-hmm. i'm fine with how it played out or whatever but um mm-hmm. and then that line is you know is worth it uh afterwards the die line but um, yeah. the fact that he kind of just, you know, goes home after that and is like, here's my dad and everything. I was just like, okay. Mm. Like it, it had very much like a, an eighties or nineties, yes. like movie ending. Yes. Like there, there are two versions of that in action movies. One of them is like the movie ends right there. Uh-huh. Like in die hard movie ends right after yeah. that last bad guy's killed. It's over. Credits. Like, cu- yeah. Cut to credits. The other thing is like, there's one final scene. You see this in like, um, I want to say it's like Con Air, like Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. movies of the 90s, sure. where there's one final scene where like a husband and wife reunite or whatever, or a family comes together, which is what this is, and then roll credits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and They're it, like, and all this action, explosions, yeah. families together, <laughs> yeah. and uh, that's all I got. And hugs. So that's it. Yeah. Yep. I feel like that's, yeah, they really leaned into like what 90s action was. Um, I even read mm-hmm. one of the reviews on the Wikipedia. I was reading through some of like the they'll put like quotes on there you know for how it was received and one of them was from um richard roper of the chicago sun times gave it two out of four stars and he wrote the tomorrow war is an earnest effort to bring something new to the time travel action genre but this movie is a 2021 vehicle made of parts from the 2010s and the 1990s and 1980s and i was like the way you said that sounds derogatory but I'm saying, <laughs> of course, it's made from the bones of the movies from the 1980s and 1990s and maybe a little into the 2000s or whatever. But like, that's what I'm saying is like, I feel like we lost some of that for a while. Save save mm-hmm. this Fast and Furious franchise. Like, that's the one thing that's kind of kept that that silly 
really huge action going uh, mm-hmm. throughout these last two decades, but mostly everybody else has abandoned that, I feel. Yeah. Um, and this, to me, felt like, yeah, like you said, like that actually kind of even sold the ending for me better when you're like, that just felt like a 90s movie. And I was like, I, I wanted mm-hmm. this to end with a fucking Aerosmith song that's about like, <laughs> the Tomorrow War. You know, like I wanted a theme song after this. Like it yeah. fit that mold so well that I'm just like, I'm into that, you know? I missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it has that feel. And it's like, it also feels like a victory lap type movie a la Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. And um, and like Fast and Furious, I'll say like F9, I was back in theaters for the first time since the pandemic. And it felt like, oh, this is like, this is our treat. Mm-hmm. We waited right. so long and <laughs> yeah. did not die. And here's <laughs> yeah. a treat for Here us. And go. that's kind of, that's what the Tomorrow War felt yeah. like. It's like, uh, maybe a little bit of empty calories, but it was like a fun experience, mm-hmm. you know, shut off your brain. Just, just enjoy being entertained yeah. for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Don't think too hard about it. Cause it's, yeah. you'll be thinking more than they probably did writing it. And that's <laughs> yeah. all for the better that they just like yeah. went with things sometimes. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that it fits a certain genre for certain mold, and uh, it was one mm-hmm. that I really liked a lot. So, I again going back to the aliens, man, they just look cool, mm-hmm. and I loved how they would like swarm things. There was a, a shot uh, later on, in, like about midway through the movie, where um, there's a bunch of them on a helicopter and it's like spiraling out of control, mm-hmm. and it looks like a bunch of like uh, white scorpions oh, crawling yeah, yeah. all over this thing, and it just like looks extra deadly. And I think earlier in that same scene you see that like they're jumping off a cliff and they turn into like flying squirrels. Yeah. I'm like, Oh shit. Did we know they could do that? And then later uh, on in the movie than that, they like are swimming through the ocean. Mm. And they take down like this giant metal barrier wall. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Oh, I like you know, what are these things are so threatening. They have like, they, there's so it's so derivative, but it's, it's, I love it. It's like they have a water world situation going on <laughs> yeah. where they have all these like cruise ships tied together mm-hmm. and stuff. And they're like, this is a, this is the humanity now. Like, so much mm-hmm. of it is just so silly, but I'm like, yes, bring all of my favorites together. You know, mm-hmm. all the bad action movies in one movie. This is it. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Yvonne Strahovski's fighting the, the queen, like, underground, mm-hmm. like, in the little, like, tunnel thing. Yep. And it's like, well, we got to check that box. Yep. You know? Check, a, yeah. A, a mano a mano uh, <laughs> fight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If she got into, like, a, a big yellow machine to, like, fight it, I'd be like, yep. Oh, my do God. Do it. Can you fucking imagine? Yeah, it's like I, holy shit. I just wanted more and more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really thought this was trying to lead into a sequel situation, a series, or mm-hmm. whatever, a, a universe. I'm kind of glad how that ended, though. Where they're like, as far as we know, you know, that just stopped it. Um, mm-hmm. It's not even going to be a big deal anymore. But it w- would have, you know, taken out humanity. But uh, this ragtag group with a, with mm-hmm. a biology teacher, science teacher, you know, in the in the front, take take them all out with that you know, so much fanfare or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, here's my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Credits. <laughs> yeah. <Like, okay. laughs> yeah. I really dig all of that. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, I had like a, a really fun time, like That's watching good, yeah. this movie. It was, uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was a, a good weekend for this to mm-hmm. come out. I think totally right. B- because it had that, like, like you said, the independence day type of mm-hmm. feel. It's like, oh yeah, well, let's humanity fights aliens. Yep. Let's do this. Let's do it. You know, Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It fit. It, it scratched an itch for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I was. Yeah. It was hard to get to the to the itch. So it's oh, like okay. a back. <laughs> it's like one of those wooden back scratchers. Tomorrow War uh-huh. is like a wooden back scratcher. OK. Mm-hmm. And on that wooden back scratcher, they have two 
different boats with a tether right. 30 years apart. That's mm-hmm. what I got from this. Mm-hmm. And if you yes. have an itch, this movie can scratch it two different times. One now, one 30 years in the future, and I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting to. And honestly, because it's not even December 2022 yet, mm. like it, that first scratch has not even happened. Yeah. yeah. What if that showed up and they were like, time travel showed up then on that day and this was real and this movie was just that trying would be to be crazy guess i uh need to start watching soccer yeah like getting invested <laughs> in it you know i didn't think it was weird that they were watching soccer mm-hmm. and not like they said it was the world sport. cup online but i don't know how you're supposed to know it's the world cup i didn't see anything and that's not in december is it the world cup when like the when they were like watching that i was like oh so it's like slightly in the future at this point so maybe they're watching like Season three of mm. that uh, Apple soccer show. Oh, what was it? Ted Lasso. Uh, Ted Lasso. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have, again, just put more into this movie. I would have loved mm. instead of like an actual soccer game. If like the time travel show up and then Ted Lasso mm. looks at the screen, he's like, well, <laughs> and then they go out of the movie, you know, just put it, put more things in there, you know? Yeah. Could have accepted he, it. He, he immediately just like. Looks into the camera, turns around, walks to the locker room, slaps the like <laughs> threshold above the the door, and then and then you follow Jason Sudeikis throughout this movie. Like he's always in the background fighting with them. Mm-hmm. Man, that would yeah. be cool. He's he's like hyping up the soldiers <laughs> to like go into the future. You know? Oh man, I uh, I really could have used some more Sudeikis in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. That's true. Yeah, release the Sudeikis. Yes, cut. please. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so you uh, you're exhausted all of your notes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Well, I hope everybody had a good time with this. Anybody else that watched mm-hmm. it, uh, I certainly did. And uh, Brent seemed like he had a, a good enough time with it, which is awesome. Yeah. I am excited yeah. eventually to watch Fast Nine, F Nine, Fine. Oh boy. And uh, and then talk to you yeah. about it uh, as well. So mm-hmm. that sounds like it'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was so much fun. It really, <laughs> was a fun movie. I've heard nothing but good things about that one so far. If there anybody Man, was a fan it, of it, you know, so. Again, it's like a reward. And it's funny to see like new people come out and be like, the naming of these movies don't make sense. It's like, yeah, yeah. duh. We've been here. Fuck it. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Like it's been yeah, it's been twenty years at this point. Mm-hmm. Naming convention like the, the full name of this movie is F9, the Fast Saga. The saga is a series of things, not just one unit yeah. of something. <laughs> F9 the Fast Saga doesn't make sense. If it no, was it like does. the Fast Saga continues mm-hmm. or whatever, okay, but yeah. Yeah, that's it's it's strange, but holy shit, they go for a it. lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks oh like a lot of fun. Oh my god, they really yeah. go for it. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. yeah, I totally agree with you too. It's like we we put up with all this shit over the last year and a half. These mm-hmm. feel like the reward for that. Just some yeah. some silly fun. So that's rad. Eventually, we'll get to those uh, once I get to see it and stuff. And then yeah, mm-hmm. we'll have to uh, we'll also have to do the uh, we you and I were talking about doing like I guess like a double feature. Uh, talking about better is it better better luck tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, the yes. spinoff from the Fast mm-hmm. and Furious. So, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. It's a one movie presenting yeah. another movie. <laughs> William Shakespeare's Fast mm-hmm. and Furious presents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So that'll be fun as well. Uh, I need to catch up on some of those spinoffs, you know, uh, mm-hmm. before I get into F nine. But I'm excited to see it eventually. It sounds like a lot of fun. So. Yes. That'll be good someday. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you uh, want to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app, that is always appreciated. Uh, five stars is definitely appreciated. Nothing else is. Oh, mm-hmm. a coupon. 
somewhere that we like to eat, like a Wendy's chicken sandwich, we appreciate it if they can leave that for review. Is that possible? Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. We'd love that. Mm-hmm. Over five stars. I mean, that, that would bring me a lot more joy. Like if you took your podcast app mm-hmm. review into a Wendy's <laughs> store and were like, um, I have this review. It was five, stars, five stars. It says, give this man and or woman, mm-hmm. you know, because who knows how things will go yep. later on down the road. True. You know, um, Please give them a spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, you think it would work? Mm-hmm. We should try it at least. I'll write you a review. I'm write me one. We'll see if it works. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. And then anybody else that wants to do those, well, you know, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. return the favor. I mean, if we can get some free chicken sandwiches going around, that'd be great. So, I'm yeah, for, absolutely. For that well, whatever we got to do. Man, that sounds like way better than just rating, reviewing things. Really mm-hmm. need to get some free food out of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I like this tactic. I think it's great. Um, give us coupons for food. Yeah. <laughs> because as. Tyrese Gibson says in the Fast and Furious movies, um, we hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you said it. He could have been yeah. in this too. Everybody, just throw everybody in it. That's a crossover. It's just great. Mm-hmm. Uh, just let it Yeah, happen. you can uh, contact us through all of the info in our show notes uh, as usual. So if you'd like to let us know what's going on or whatever, that's cool too. Mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise, we hope everybody enjoyed this movie and enjoyed this podcast, which is getting close to the movie runtime, which is what we love to do. So that's always fun. Well, Stephen, you... You asked before the record, mm-hmm. hey, can we keep this short? And I was like, yeah, of <laughs> course. And then here we are. <laughs> I really, truly, this morning, I was so tired. I was like, ah, I maybe got like an hour in me. Maybe an hour and a half. You know, yeah. I was like, if we get into it, maybe we can just get, you know, through it. And then it's like, the more fun you have, you just keep going. And now we're almost at two. So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, Brent. It was good to talk to you again. Been way too long. Felt like it was forever. It has been. Yeah. Felt like ages. ages. It's really just been like, not even two I weeks. Because right? I talked to you... <laughs> Two Fridays ago, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but it is what it is. Well, yeah. we really enjoyed it. Uh, thanks, everybody. Until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Oh, 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 oh. And I'm Tuna Santa. Would it be like, how would you like make the tuna sound effect walking around? Oh yeah, I, I figure like he has a, a normal Santa voice, but then like mm-hmm. yeah, any like movement at all yeah. is that weird like squishy like if you took like well uh, I think Megan the Stallion said it best uh, macaroni in a pot. Oh, there you, you go. Know? It, it it sounds like WAP, yeah. but it's really <laughs> it's really tuna uh, Santa. It's really tap tuna ass or uh, tass tuna ass Santa. Oh, El Tass. Hey, tuna ass Santa. Let's, tuna ass Santa. <laughs> Now, when you get up there and you see Santa, you got to tune ass him, okay? He's going to act like he don't like it, but he, he do, do like it. this. He do like this, okay? There's a reason why all these Sasquatches don't kick their ass out of North America. He is into some heavy, heavy tuna assens. <laughs> what? What does that mean? My favorite part of the show so far. <laughs> oh, Hi. Hi there. Hi. Let me get situated here. There's a, you know, my hair on the top. I got it when I set my headphones back down. I got to make sure it doesn't ruin my hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you. Important. Yeah, you want to be careful. Otherwise, it's gonna leave like a divot in your hair. <laughs> yeah, you understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get it. Yep. Rock or ord. Oh oh I don't know if there's a clap in there, but I, I feel like, like there should little, be. It was a good you know, addition.
I just because of our own theme song, I feel like mm, there should everything. be claps in in most songs. You know? I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it, it would make things a lot better. I mean, they sound better. They sound cooler that way. I feel. Mm-hmm. Which is that nice. was a, a '90s like pop thing is where they would have claps merged with a snare drum. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. all over the place. You listen to those old like boy band songs. Mm-hmm. You know, is Actually, that what boys we're aiming for with with our theme song, a boy band song? Uh, we were aiming for you were playing some notes, and then I had a <laughs> preset drum pattern on this chaos pad like DJ thing I had this effects pad uh-huh. and um, that's where that came from spoilers well, <laughs> I found out recently that everybody steals drums Dave Dave Grohl said that so mm-hmm. there you go with that uh, that interview with Pharrell that mm-hmm. he did we were talking cool. about how he like stole a lot of like drum patterns from yeah. from like disco and whatnot disco yeah and he was like yeah, yeah. like that those huge drums, like, do 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 It was like, oh, yeah, that's straight from this disco song. I was like, mm-hmm. mind blown. Yeah, I saw just a clip of that's that. That's yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, this whole thing looks spectacular. Yeah. I want to go back and watch that full yeah. episode. But Apparently it's on Paramount Plus or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is yeah. it about, is it, like, just interviewing musicians or musicians interviewing musicians? Were they just, like, chatting? I have no idea what it actually was. I just saw the clip. I thought it was, like, Dave Grohl and his mom. I think they, like, both co-produce mm-hmm. it, but then they... Uh, they talk about the, I guess, whatever musician. So in this case, Pharrell, like mm. his upbringing around music and whatnot. Gotcha. And then uh, having his mind blown by mm-hmm. Dave Grohl's disco drum revelation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love a story where he's like, I talked to this guy who I stole his drums at a party mm-hmm. once. And I was like, I stole your drums. And he's like, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was so funny. He's like, yeah, uh, please believe. I'm aware. Lawsuits pending. But you finally admitted yeah. it. I wore your wire. <laughs> I'm getting that sweet, sweet Nevada money. He just has a Yeti mic poking out of his chest. <laughs> so, Stephen, I wanted to to ask you um, <clears throat> on your your phone and iPad and and whatnot. Do sure. you have your your settings set on dark mode? Like, do you mm. set that up for yourself? Yes, uh, I go back and forth, but right now I have it not on dark mode. Really, really interesting i know i think i would like it but i don't yeah i never got used to it i uh i don't want to brag but Mm. i was in bed with my wife the other night you know uh, opposite ends opposite ends we don't we try not to interact with each other Mm. but uh her phone she was trying to show me something on her phone and it's like if you shone daylight on a vampire Mm. that was my reaction i was like god damn why is it so fucking bright it was uh, at night of course Uh, I i should probably say because uh, it was during the day, it'd be like, oh, and I, w- I would still be a dick about it, but I would be like less, <laughs> less physically injured. Of you know? course, yeah. But um, I was like, why don't you have this on dark mode? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm oh, like, you man. Can, you can make this to where it doesn't burn your retinas mm-hmm. from staring at this. Yep. She's like, how? I'm like, you just go into your settings and just like add dark mode. She's like, no, you do it to me. She like handed me her, her phone. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, I just, you just go in there and do this. You flip this little switch, and it it's changes dark mode, and it, everything is better. Everything is better. I, I will change everything I can to dark mode because <laughs> it's way less offensive to my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you about it because sure. it seems like people who don't have their devices set on dark mode. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you gotcha. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like devices should it. just come in dark mode. <laughs> It should just be, that should be the default setting. 
you know? I kind of agree with that because I feel like I would have been mm. used to it already. But the problem yeah. is I'm used to certain apps certain ways. And I don't, I don't know. Like, I do agree with the nighttime look of it. Like, it's, it can be so bright at night. Like, Twitter. Mm-hmm. But Twitter, to me, like, looks weird in dark mode because I like how I'm used to Twitter, like, already. Mm-hmm. And so it, I, I was like, I don't like the aesthetics of it. If I'm if I'm looking at it during the day, and I know they also have now like dark mode, you can do like a like it'll like go with the sunset and stuff, and like turn mm-hmm. to dark mode, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I still like I just didn't get used to it. But I do agree with you with the the nighttime, you know, turning down your screen so much so that I found out in settings on iDevices at least on Apple devices, mm-hmm. you can go to accessibility. And then display and text size, and there's a thing called reduce white point, and you oh. can further reduce the brightness of your screen after mm-hmm. you've, uh, you know, already gone down as low as you can. So at night, I do that, and it takes away, it makes it more like a, a slight grayscale instead of like white, like bright white. Oh, And I do do that. I do do. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand what you the joke is. But so are, are you saying that it's possible for me to look like at a near black screen because mm-hmm. I think that's all I want out of life yeah. is just to look at an illuminated black screen yeah. and be like, okay, yeah, this is so much better, so much better for me. You could maybe go even further, yeah. You should go in your settings and look at that accessibility screen, mm-hmm. see what you can tinker around with, of course. They have that, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but they have that paint that's like blacker than black, like mm. it, it absorbs actual Van- light. black? Uh, yes. Yeah. Which is... yeah. Fanta, Fanta Black. Fanta, yeah. it's Fanta one of the, the the fruit flavors. Yeah, Vanna White's evil twin sister, Fanta yeah. Black. Uh huh. <laughs> oh yeah. man. You know, speaking of Vanna White, the other day, <laughs> she was at a dog show, and I was like, "What are you doing here?" And she's like, "I'm a fan of growl movements." Anyway, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I I think it would be fun if they had that like that extra black color mm-hmm. on like an illuminated screen so it just like absorbs its own oh, light yeah. you know mm-hmm. i get what you're saying and, yeah you really just want to like yeah take all the light away your phone just like implodes yeah <laughs> it's its own black hole <laughs> yeah was it like the house at the end of uh, uh poltergeist poltergeist there yeah, we go yeah man Hell I could yeah. not think of that word. Like, I was traveling down the train. I was like, oh, yeah. say this thing about poltergeist. And then the word just escaped. It imploded totally itself out of my oh, brain. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yeah. Surprise implosion. Surprise implosion. You never mm-hmm. want that, especially in the bathroom. <laughs> like, oops. It went back up. Oh, God. <laughs> How did it even happen? It's like when those guys like play the flute and the cobra like snakes out of the basket, you know, like the poo goes right back up in your booty. Oh that would be god. like such an intrusive feeling. Ugh, oh, my really god. Would. Mm. oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. I'd be like, I did not ask for this. And you're like, I didn't even poop yet. <laughs> oh no. Where did it come from? It's someone else's. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, the, wow. the call was coming from inside the toilet. <laughs> Um, did we get a sync word out of that anyway? I think I think poo implosion, poo implosion. is probably the, the way to go here. Oh, I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think we actually said the word those words together <laughs> previously, it. but you know what? The sentiment is there, mm-hmm. and that's really all I all I need out of life. Absolutely, man. I'm with you mm-hmm. on that one. 
uh, real quick. I, I do feel like I'm uh, burning out on energy already, and <laughs> oh, no. uh, I'm just uh, starting to shut down a little <laughs> bit. I'll try to uh, ramp it up for the rest of the show. But, you know, since this is the outtakes, mm-hmm. um, it probably did not happen. And this is why. Oh, wow. This is why. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. People will know after the fact and be like, oh, that explains a lot for the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Pooh Emotion took so. a lot out of bread. He had to take a nap. Mm. But instead, yeah. he, did, he did a podcast. Look, when you have a stranger's turd fly up your butt, um, <laughs> just going to get real weird, pun intended, you know? Oh, yeah, baby. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right. So sync with Poo Implosion mm-hmm. on three. It just hit me that we record this and put this out for people to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. This, this is where we're at in life. All right. Yep. So Poo Implosion <clears throat> on three. One, two, three. Poo implosion. Oh, yeah. Your voice even changed with that stranger's poo in you. Oh, what? Did oh, you my God. It's like, it's like my body is being possessed by oh, this God. ghost turd. <laughs> Classic story. Uh, We've all heard it a yep. thousand times. Yeah. Studio exactly yep. be like, pass. Oh, heard another it. one. <laughs> oh, great. All right. Oh, we can start man. the show from there. That's a that's a nice downer note to end the Oh yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> segment on. I like it. L P A S